And now, introducing the man who's devising a strategy to turn his sons into the next Hall of Fame pitchers and ensure the Clark name carries the respect he claims it deserves. The only speed bump is, quote, figuring out how much I have to pay Jeremy Kahn in order to never work again and spend the entirety of his days in a dunk tank in our backyard, unquote. Even though his first attempt went a bit worse than expected, he's intent on successfully acquiring a game-used jockstrap worn by Cristiano Ronaldo one way or another. He just has to get a little extra creative on account of the most recent restraining order. He is Glenn Clark. Now we will see if Jeremy is willing to openly admit this, but uh, what was not pictured in the videos that I posted of Tuckerfest yesterday... Okay. I nailed it on my first throw. Well, first nobody believed effing you. throw. It was you were he just as talking, close as Graham. He was no, I was not. <laughs> he was talking s. He was like, I saw you throw a frisbee, and by the way, he also saw that I threw a winner on my my second frisbee throw last week. Um, he's like, ah, you're not gonna do this first throw, bulls. I think you need to do a little bit more uh, biomechanical analysis on your your younger son's throwing motion. Yeah, not great. Not, not <laughs> great He's a lefty, I think, all. maybe? Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not great. Maybe he'll be a second baseman. But uh, what a day it was out at Tucker Fest yesterday. Man, I, I, I was just blown away by what a good day we had. Appreciate Chris Ruling, Great Eights memorabilia, putting the entire day together to benefit the Brigance Brigade. The boys spent some time with OJ, had a good conversation with OJ and uh, Chandra. That was wonderful. Of course, spent some time with uh, Justin, who yelled over to me from, Hey, Glenn. Like, hey, man. Feel like coming on the show? Um, Justin and I have always had a, you know, he's always been very pleasant uh, with me over the years. We've always had a, a positive relationship. And um, and he's the greatest kicker of all time, you know. Like that that's the too. that's the if he was a jerk, he right. would still be the greatest kicker of all time. But he's always been very uh, pleasant with myself, and he was very nice to my wife. And um, I had to do a wacky bit at the end where he went out to shake my hand, and I said, "Justin, my son was just sucking on my thumb. I don't ah. think you really want to do that." And so, fair enough. Um, you have two hands, but it's all right. Well, I fist bumped him instead. I did the other. I did Are you one other. of those guys who doesn't believe in a left-handed handshake? Nope, do not believe in it. We'll not do it. I don't know. We'll I don't see the whole problem with it. it. Nope. What if a guy's no a lefty? Good. Well, that's that's their business. It's not mine. I'm not left-handed. I'm not going to give fine. you a Your handshake with my works. left hand. It, only sort of. <laughs> like, only sort of. That's not going to happen. Uh, but what an incredible event it was. I did. Uh, I Jeremy uh, kindly, even it didn't really matter if you you hit the thing or not. He was more than happy to let you knock him into the water anyway. Like if you missed, doesn't that defeat the purpose though? It does sort of, but that's just the nature. He's such a mensch, you know. Like it's the nature of who he is as a human that uh, even as people were missing, he was like, ah, come on up, hit the button. Or you clocked that? Uh, they didn't have a gun, so I don't know. <laughs> I didn't take a lot off of it. I didn't. Well, you don't really have... I don't have like a lot off. to take off. It's yeah, fair. It's, it's fair. Like you're you're not wrong about that. It's not like a, I'll just throw 80 on this one. A, you know? I didn't take a lot off of it, but um, yeah, what a day. What a day out at, uh, at uh, Jerry's Toyota. Appreciate the entire staff there. Just a remarkable event. Saw our friends at the U.S. Army while I was there. Man, it, it could not have been a better day. Coming up, Great Eights memorabilia. They got some private signings, including Trey Mancini. Um, they've got an unbelievable event that's coming up. I mean, I almost can't believe that they're doing this at the State Fair. It's a purple takeover. They are bringing out, I mean, 
everybody, all the Ravens rookies. Hollywood Brown's going to be there at the Maryland State Fair between August 26th and September 6th. They've got a return to training camp crab feast with Tyus Bowser at Jimmy's Seafood. Find out more about all these events right now by going to Great Eights Memorabilia. Dot com. That's Great Eights Memorabilia with the number 8, Great Eights Memorabilia.com. Coming up on the program today, lots to do. We're going to be joined by the Otter, Greg Olson, former Orioles closer here in a few minutes. He was inducted this weekend into the College Baseball Hall of Fame. We will chat with him about that. The College World Series final is set to get underway tonight. It's uh, what an unfortunate story with NC State. We, by the way, we had a little background on that that we didn't realize we had. Um, but uh, Vanderbilt moves on. They will take on Mississippi State in the College World Series final starting tonight. Of course, Greg Olson, an Auburn legend. We will talk to him about being inducted. We'll talk to him about all the sticky stuff, all that, you know, just lots of stuff to talk about with Greg Olson, uh, former Orioles closer. Yeah, this is a true story, by the way. We were slated to have Jose Torres from NC State. It yep. was a Calvert Hall. Um, Got word us. that there was a little bit of a bug going around. That's what we were told is that there was a little bit of a bug that had gone through, and so uh, unfortunately, Jose was not going to be able to enjoy uh, to join us. Um, maybe given the circumstances in the world, we should have thought a little bit more about what that could mean. Theoretically, um, as it turns out, it was not a little. It was not a. It was not a twenty-four hour flu. No, it was not a, a cold. It was not something like that. It was, of course, um, a COVID issue that ended up knocking NC State out of the NCAA tournament. A lot of emotions on display related to that over the weekend understandably but it is what it is right and this is it's very tricky for me right it's very tricky for me because i get that that now it's not just the people that never bought into this to begin to begin with now it's met with the fact that we really do feel like we're it's over like that as, as a country we're at a place where we feel like it's just over and we're willing to do certain things and so many of us have been vaccinated um, the majority of us at this point have been vaccinated, so we're not everyone, right? And that's not part everyone, of the issue no. here as well, right? We're comfortable going out and being in social settings again, and it's this this awkward. Spot well, there's an that acceptance that if you're vaccinated, even though you can still contract it, it's the idea that it would be a mild case, correct? And so you are more comfortable 100%. with the notion. But um, the there are still rules, and that's the way it goes. And at some point, if if you're dealing with that many cases, it's an outbreak. I, I don't think there's much of an option. Now, I get the argument that some people make is, well, just de- just delay the whole thing. Do what um, do what the NFL did with the Ravens, right? Delay the whole thing until the following week and see if you can play it then. And th- I'm going to be honest. I think there is a conversation that can be had about that. But ultimately, college baseball isn't the NFL, unfortunately for them. And for the people that plan trips to Omaha, this is a little bit different than an event that was going to have no fans in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. There are a lot of people that plan trips to Omaha in order to be there and to say, hey, we need you to keep your hotel for another week, something along those lines. Well, Just an option, you know? not practical, unfortunately. ESPN says these are dates that will let you have our networks in order to air your games. We don't want to go up against the NBA Finals. We... You know, it's it's enough to go up against the playoffs uh, potentially in the Western Conference Finals, the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but this is the dates that we have available for you. If you can play games, those dates great. If not, you know, you could be doing the thing that they did. Unfortunately, the Women's College World Series, you might have to play a game at like two in the afternoon. I I think it's a conversation that was warranted, but I think ultimately it just wasn't going to happen because we also there were don't really know 
the circumstances of the outbreak. How many people were vaccinated? How many people were not? Well, we know that there were like four positives among vaccinated right. players. But that's we transmitting get, the virus ultimately, more, right? We did like, get more details. There seemed to be an, inferences that there were some who weren't, right? Yes, like, of course. Yeah. Look, so, you know. No, the first few were players. They didn't. They didn't test vaccinated players. They only tested the vaccinated players after, after the. You don't get tested unless correct. That, yeah. That's the only. That's the only reason why they got tested. Look, it's it's a bummer, man. It's it's sucks a, for them, right? Like it's for a bummer. It's a bummer for Jose Torres. It's a bummer for a great story. You know, it's for a, a program for that had not been in that position. One hundred percent. I don't care personally right. because I'm not NC State fan. But Wolfpack for life, baby. I mean, that's a unrelated. That's uh, a wrestling thing uh, actually. Okay. Um, I, you know, it's just a bummer. That's all I can say. It's just a bummer. I wish it hadn't played out that way, it's but you're bummer, not going to get me to be the guy that says this proves how evil the NCAA is. There's actual things the NCAA does that there's proof of that. And people that are mad that it all went down at 2 a.m., like, I, if the NCAA purposely, like, held out making this announcement until 2 a.m. because, because they were afraid sure, yeah. of the the reaction, then, yeah, they're, they're it's cowards. It's clowns. It's not shoes. as if people aren't going to wake up six hours later and react. Correct. At the same time, I also don't know that it's not possible that they just they were going through this process throughout the day, and it wasn't until about 2 a.m., that they finally made a decision that there's just no way that they could have this team continue to play in the, the College I World had to Series. I guess. I would probably imagine they don't want to be up at 2 a.m. making this choice either. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, again. <laughs> if it's, I had to guess. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to give them credit for anything because they're the NCAA and they deserve no credit for in, anything. But Amateurism. I, I don't know. Back sure. in 1905, thank you, you know. Thank you. Thank you. There's that. Um, anyway, so what was I saying? Greg Olson. Yes. Also mm-hmm. on the program today, Andy Martino, the author of this book, Cheated. You ever, uh, you ever woke up and realized you were the guy who didn't do the homework? No. It's your boy today. Your boy today completely forgot to take the book home this weekend and forgot that Andy Martino was joining us this morning. There's nothing else I can say. Plum forgot. Double double booked is his slot, you know? Yeah, I feel really bad about it because I purposely was like, hey, let me get, let me dive into the book before we have him. It's a very interesting book. It's about the Astros sign-stealing stuff. You know, I'm, maybe Mike Elias' name pops up in this book. I wanted to read it, and I if just... only you had the PDF version this time. That would have been very helpful this time. Instead, I got... It was nice to have a, an actual physical book again, but there, this is on me. But um, we're going to talk to him about it all anyway. Andy Martino, uh, New York-based baseball writer and the author of Cheated, all about the Astros sign-stealing scandal, will join us this morning as well. Plus, Eric Long- Longenhagen is going to join Hopefully. us with Fangraphs. We, we are planning on chatting with right. him for our weekly draft segment this morning and Jeremy Kahn as well, as we do every Monday here on GCR. All of that slated to happen on today's program. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Window Nation. Right now, 50% off all styles of windows. No money down, no payments, no interest for two full years. That's 24 months. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. Jack, do me a favor. Run out to the uh, the printer. There should be two uh, logs sitting on the printer, if you don't mind. Bringing them in here for everyone. We print logs over here. It's the way it works. That's the way it works. All right. Uh, Orioles, I mean, I don't we want to talk about it. They won one. They, they did broke win. the streak. They did win. Kind they, of disappointed. Yeah, uh, the Diamondbacks also broke their streak this yeah, week. Kind of was, I don't know. Like, I'm not disappointed. I get we don't want to be like, you, you know, know. You don't actually want But at want the same that. time, it was something. What you want is to get right to the record and then have it end before they would break it. That's You want to you feel something. So you want to have that day where there's pressure. Like, hey, we don't want to match the record. We don't want to be that team. And then you win that game. They didn't. They didn't yeah. even wait that long. They went ahead and got it taken care of on Friday night. 
Um, I, I got not a whole lot to say. Everybody's hurt. Freddie Galvis goes down on it's top. Weird of Weird that Jeremiah Jones is not called up yet. I thought it was weird too. I mean, I don't know. A little disappointing, frankly. I don't really understand right, what it like, is we're doing here. Like, it's hard to make the argument that he needs more time. And I just am in the place where this is where you get answers. This is where you start figuring out if you have any reason to hope that some guy is going to be useful. And I'm pretty sure Urias isn't that guy. No. Um. So it's a little perplexing. I don't disagree. It's a little perplexing. I mean, it is. It's a little perplexing. I don't. I don't have answers, so I'm not. You know, I don't know if there's something else that we don't know about. Um, Maybe they are very intent on him working on his defense. Perhaps, but I mean, they put some pretty crappy second baseman out there defensively to start the year. So it's odd. Uh, it's odd. Sure. Matt Blake is not a second <laughs> I'm, baseman. I'm with you. Stevie Wilkinson is really not a second baseman. I hear you. I mean, I really do hear you on all these things. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. So I, I guess the word is that, like, if it, if they were really looking for a Galvis replacement. They it, wanted a shortstop. They wanted it to be a shortstop. And not, I'm, the, I hear you. I, it's I don't, all weird. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but yes, I probably would have preferred for it to be Jemai Jones just to get a chance to see him at this point, but it is what it is. Um, it's not Jemai Jones. It's it's a gr- it's it's fine. It's fine. I, I can't. I mean, we may do yell and scream and flip out about this. I you can't get me to do that. You cannot possibly get me to do that. I'm sorry. You can't. I, you know, it's the Orioles. They lost three or four to the Blue Jays this weekend, but they did win one. They did win one. We and got Manoa, by the way, nice. had not served his suspension yet. He's now serving no, his now suspension. It is. He had okay. appealed it and right. won so, pitch against the Orioles. So, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Who cares? My fantasy team. Sure. Uh, how about Hector Santiago getting kicked out of Finally, the game in Seattle? Finally. Justice, you know? Yeah, we were waiting for That was the moment yeah. we were waiting for in all of this <laughs> sticky stuff drama. We were waiting for Hector Santiago to get kicked out. Uh, raise your hand if you lost $400 betting <laughs> soccer this weekend. Good job, man. There you go. Four hundred bucks betting soccer this weekend. Did you win any games? Nope. <laughs> nope. You know that's impressive. Went all in on in Italy. By the way, learned a learned a hard lesson this weekend. <laughs> they grade soccer bets after ninety minutes. That is odd. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and it should be probably investigated. Like that, the match doesn't end in the knockout round after ninety minutes. I don't understand how that works. And by the way, if you're going to do it, you should probably make it pretty clear. Maybe you should be a little bit more experienced and better, Glenn. Yeah, maybe I should have. That thing that's been illegal and still is uh, here in the state of Maryland until a couple months from now. Uh, Maybe I should have known more about how that worked. That was my best bet of the weekend. <laughs> Who else did you put money? I, I I did a bunch of different stuff. So uh, I imagine you took Portugal. No, I didn't. Belgium? I didn't. I didn't play. I didn't play that match at all. I played. Um, I played. Took I Wales played Wales over Denmark, huh? No, I played. Um, I played the Netherlands, of course. I told you they're not uh, that good. Well, they are that good. They just lost their guy. They went down. When you play ten men, that's uh-huh. the way it's going to work. Okay. I'm. I'm sure the problem was that the Netherlands just aren't that good. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch the match. They, no, I didn't. They, they, yeah, correct. They were playing with ten guys. Don't know if you've heard. Oh yeah, I could tell playing you who they were man playing. Playing man down is tough. Could, could no. no, you have no idea who they were. If playing, I had to guess, exactly. I would say you wouldn't have bet against Spain. You wouldn't have bet against France. I'm going with. Sweden. Czech Republic. Similar. Yes, similar. Well, actually, worse. <laughs> worse than Sweden. Uh, but by having an additional player on the field, they were able to win the match 2-0. And 
Brazil. Thanks a lot, jerks. Tied with Draw Ecuador. with Ecuador. 1-1. One, one. So all of the various plays that I put together, the parlays, also goals scored. I had a whole thing cooking this weekend, and all of it out the window. That was fun. I'm going to lay off betting on soccer for a little while. Maybe you don't, I'm gonna maybe you don't know as much as you thought, huh? Well, I, I thought, I mean. This is a big country. I, hang on. I thought Italy was going to win. Did they win? Well, Correct. Not, they won. not in regular time. Yeah, I, nobody told me. <laughs> I thought that uh, the only one I feel bad about is the Brazil one. I don't. Th- I just don't think they had anything to play for, and I probably should have thought about that at that point. But it is what it is. So there was that. Um, what there was one other thing that that I wanted to complain about. No. Oh, I was bummed. That, you know, it, it's clear that Trey Young wasn't right after. Yeah, that after sucks. That's I'm uh, hoping that was it's a bummer. Going to be a quick recovery because they're they're screwed know, without him. It's one. It's one more to add to the list of a playoffs that's already been. You know. Injury and COVID riddle. Yeah, feels like a lot. Look, I'm rooting for Giannis to break through because he's a really likable guy. But it seems like people know. are he's, kind of come to the conclusion that a Suns Hawks finals with a healthy Trey Young. Would oh, be it was the most, the most exciting yeah. for sure. It would definitely be the most exciting. There's no, although you say that about the Suns on Saturday night. Jesus Christ, Devin Booker hasn't been right since he got uh, his nose broken. He just has been. Is he wearing um, a mask? Yeah, he's wearing a mask. He finally tried to take it off in like the fourth quarter on Saturday night, but by that point, like they. That was one of the worst basketball games of all time. But haven't we have a society figured out a better way to 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 secure the nose and not have to have a whole mask? I don't think we have, unfortunately. I think that's the problem: is we haven't figured out uh, a better way as a society. We were just to like Rip Hamilton did it. We're fine. Like, yeah, like, I mean, it, and he it, he did it quite well. He frankly, did it when he didn't need to do it. Correct, a hundred percent, because he was so successful with it. Don't blame him. Uh, like it, a blinders for horses kind been, of thing. Devin Booker was amazing in game one. He has been awful since that point in this series he's just been terrible now thankfully for me the Suns have figured out a way to win two of the three games since that point despite the fact that Devin Booker has been awful so I hope that and Chris Paul certainly was better in game four than he was in game three when he did not look right in his return from COVID he looked good again on in game four the whole the whole thing thank God for DeAndre Ayton man Jesus Christ has he saved this team for all the attention that Devin Booker and Chris Paul got, DeAndre Ayton is the reason why they're a win away from the NBA Finals at this point, and uh, hopefully will be the reason why they're NBA champions. I, it's tougher for me with Gian- with Giannis. I- I'm in this difficult spot where, like, you can say he's likable, and I think he is. He definitely is. He's not, he's not that entertaining as well, a basketball he's player. he's got flaws. It's that he doesn't not... have a good enough handle, he doesn't have a good enough jump shot, but what he is good at, he's the best at. And so, I mean, he's unstoppable getting to the rim, and that's he's he's very he's good, incredible finisher, he's very good. He's got a really good. I mean, but his he's turnaround. A, but the he's fact a, that his turnaround in the in the paint is as good as it is makes you kind of confused. But he's a, but he's a bad free throw shooter on top of it, so it invites just fouling him. Like it's he's just not an entertaining player. Like he just. I mean, he's likable as a person. As a person, and he is entertaining. He's just flawed. His flaws I, are. I disagree. He's not entertaining. That move, he's good. Friday night. You're you're complaining two different things. To the, he's it, got a spin move. Every now and then, you can have a move like that that can be as an as a whole. There's not an entertainment value to the I don't know what I'm about to see with Giannis. There is not that. Now, well, part of the problem is also they don't necessarily have. Like Drew Holiday is a good player. Well, but Chris Middleton's don't... that guy, by I, the way. And, my, the, and the, the, no, he was incredible. The, the truth is, Chris Middleton's been the reason why they're in no this. They're, they're I'm talking this about position. Giannis. If he were paired with a Chris Paul, would be the best lob alley oop guy in the league. Maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, it might be. He might be. I don't have to think I mean, about he's that. He might be. runs the court and his athleticism and his length, yeah, all I of mean, that. Some just... of it would depend on how much they do it. Like, the truth is with, is with the Suns, it, DeAndre Ayton is so friggin' athletic that it makes no sense that they don't just run that play every time down the floor. Like, why mm-hmm. not just do it all the time? Um, it's just not it, – It's it, there's not the entertainment value from a casual standpoint, from somebody that does not care. Well, they would, ra- they would care. rather grind out a win Correct. than score 120. Well, they don't necessarily uh, have the ability to do Well, that. Middleton's – He's been great, no doubt. If, Last if he's going to be this impressive. guy, it might take away the fact that Giannis is not that entertaining, and he just might become the, the entertainment value for watching the Bucks. Um, but Trey Young is such a you know must. I have to watch him. I have to see what he might do next. He's, you know, it's that Steph Curry it factor that that exists now in basketball. That when Devin Booker is right, he has that. You know, Jamal Murray was showing a little bit that that you're you're dying to see from that Luka Doncic. You know, and a, a bigger player has that, that this idea that you have no idea what you're about to see next. And I was hoping to see more of that from Trey Young. Hopefully, we'll see it again. Um, and that this does not linger moving forward in that series as the Bucks go up 2-1. Meanwhile, the Suns will try to close out the Western Conference Finals tonight. They're up 3-1 as they go back to Phoenix. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. All right. Uh, our next guest uh, was inducted this weekend into the College Baseball Hall of Fame. He is an Orioles Hall of Famer. He is, of course, the Otter, former Birds closer, Mr. Greg Olson, and he's with us now here on Glenn Clark Radio. Greg, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's good to talk with you, sir. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Oh. My pleasure. Good talking to you guys. It's great to chat with you. Congratulations. Before we get into all that, I just want to start. Um, I think everybody knows uh, you made your diagnosis public earlier this year. How you doing? How you feeling? How's life treating you right now? Uh, life is good. Um, got uh, had prostate uh, removal or prostatectomy, radical prostatectomy on April 20th. So I had the prostate removed and uh, was kind of knocked down for about uh, two weeks and started moving around, getting up. And uh, over the last three weeks or a month, I've been playing golf and walking the golf course and everything's back to normal uh for the most part a couple things just aren't but um all good i need to i need to go back out on social media with all the amazing uh people reaching out and prayers and everything else and just uh update the status and see how i can uh you know help somebody else so you know i think that what you just said there is really important i, I have to admit to you greg and you won't be surprised with this i'm a 37 year old man who was born in baltimore so growing up i did whatever cal ripkin told me to do that was the way that it worked right like if he said you need to drink yeah. your milk then i drank my milk that was just the way it worked when you grew up in this town so when cal got his diagnosis and said hey this only came because i went and got a physical I realized it had probably been a decade since I had got my last physical. And when Cal Ripken says to do something, I went and did it. And I got a physical and I got a doctor and I realized I'm at this stage in my life where I need to go see the doctor every now and then. Um, is is that your message to men that, that we all, you know, you know how it is, Greg. We like to think we know what's wrong. When, if something's wrong with us, we'll go see a doctor then. That was exactly what everybody thinks. Yes. And I, uh, we had moved to Alabama a couple of years ago and I realized that it had been about two years and I'm, you know, 54, 53 when I found out and, um, just kind of looking at it going, you know what, I, I can help some people because 
And I, I, I did it, and I wasn't trying to be arrogant. It was just I can wear my baseball pants from my Dodgers days of 2000. Hmm. And I work out all the time just mm-hmm. because that's kind of the way I was raised. And I'm going, all, right, all you guys, that you're going to give me the I'm in good shape. I don't need to go see the doctor. I, I just wiped that all out for you. So if you got any other good excuses, I'd love to hear them. You know, it's just go get checked up. It, it takes an hour out of, you know, an hour a year to go get a physical and go get blood work and go get, you know, checked on. And it, and it might and very well save your life. Year. It might save your life doing something like that. Well, um, and yeah, and the rest of the story, and I, you know, I don't know where Cal led with his, but, you know, after I had my prostate removed, I talked to the, the surgeon that did it, and he said that the cancer had, had already gotten out. And so, you know, I was months, if I had postponed the decision or waited not, you know, not gotten tested by months, you know, we're having a whole different conversation. Jeez, jeez. Uh, I, I'm really glad that that's not the case, Greg Golson. I yeah, am I'm, so I'm glad a couple of it, yeah. that's not the case. So, oh. um, yeah. So you're absolutely right. Go get go get tested. You got one hour out of your one hour out of your year. You know, might save your life. That's that's incredible. What a powerful thing to say. And 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 everything's good now. There's we're, we're completely out of in the clear. Or is there still a follow up they need to do? Uh, follow up was about a week and a half ago. And like I said, I need to go back out on social media and, and uh, just give all the good news and the praise. Love and it. and uh, Love but it. it was uh, yeah, the PSA was. Zero, oh. so means no no prostate cancer right now, but I still got to keep getting tested. Just but. you're giving me goosebumps, man, Greg Olds. That's the best news that we could have gotten today. That is that thank is you. so awesome to that. hear. Um, th- th- thank you for sharing that with us. That, that lifts our spirits today to to hear that news. Um, and with that in mind, now we move on to an incredible honor. Um, of course, you and a legend at Auburn University. When you found out that you were going to be inducted into the College Baseball Hall of Fame, and, and I, I still think that one of these days we're going to get the Cooperstown call, right? I think we still can still count on that. Uh, well, maybe it's not. I'm going, to, I'm going to need some serious <laughs> veterans with uh, questionable memories, you know, and then I'm going to need somebody, uh, a Bill James st- statistician, yeah, to, to really reload, <laughs> change some numbers. Um, what did this mean to you, Greg, to, to, to get this call and to be a part of this going into the College Baseball Hall of Fame? Uh, you know, uh, it just it kind of hit me when I was sitting there, and I, you know, got off the phone and I just run through it. And it's like the millions of players at the college level um, that have ever played, and, and I get to be in, in that Hall of Fame. It, um, you know, the, the numbers are staggering, and uh, it, it, it's a huge honor. Um, you know, I, I still look at my stuff and I question if, if I'm worthy of that. But um, it's you know it's the 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 last there's you know one other Hall of Fame to get into and and I ain't getting into that one um, and this is this is as good as it gets for me you know I I completely understand what you're saying did, did you did you have any idea that that it was something that was coming Greg No not um, you know what I I I think I'd been on the ballot for a couple years Yeah. And, uh, you know, had seen what was written and said and, and, uh, was just like, well, I'm never getting in with the way, <laughs> the way that's worded. Um, but it ended up, you know, being good enough and, and, uh, 
I, I didn't, I didn't know that it was coming this year. I really didn't. And, uh, I don't know, you know, it's just kind of one of those moments where you're, uh, in a shocking development. I'm speechless. Ah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a powerful thing. I have no doubt that that's true and that you experienced that. What, what is it, you know, you're, what it means to the Auburn community, um, a place, uh, a place where I, 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 baseball, believe it or not, baseball exists beyond Bo Jackson. I'm not sure that people realize that necessarily. Um, what it yeah. means to that community. Um, did you get a sense for that? And, and did that mean something to you so many years removed, especially as you mentioned, having been back down in Alabama in recent years? You know what? They've, uh, they've done a really nice job of, you know, and I'm saying this because I'm, I'm, I'm one of the four guys, but they've done a really nice job of honoring, um, some of the guys that have played here, you know, Bo Jackson, Frank Thomas, Tim Hudson, myself, by, you know, putting our jerseys up on the wall. And um, they've, they've done a really good job of, of keeping in touch with, um, I guess, the people that played well here. So, it, uh, you know, for this to come through the community, it was, you know, a lot of people reaching out and, and uh, a lot of nice things being said. But it was, uh, like I said, you know, there's probably, I wouldn't be shocked if Hudson follows up here pretty soon. Sure. And, you know, Frank Thomas as well, because they're both great college players as well as great pros. Yeah, um, no doubt. I think the only reason Bo probably didn't, because he, he was playing football too much and popped in every once in a while to play baseball and did it just well enough. He was okay. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Was he was okay. He could, yeah, I mean, one of the rare few people that could play football for half a year and then pick up a bat and go walk out on a baseball yeah, field. Yeah, just wander be, uh, over. Absolutely yeah. functional. Just wander over. Uh, Greg Olson with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. He was inducted into the College Baseball Hall of Fame over the weekend. Um, Greg, the uh, the sticky stuff thing. We got to talk about it with you. I, I I'm still kind of rolling my eyes about all of this. I, I I don't doubt that pitchers have taken it too far, but I, I don't know, man. Like this is this is theater of the absurd. Obviously, what we've seen, and you know, I, clearly the Joe Girardi thing was a joke. What do you make of the entire sticky stuff situation? That you know, and the, the dr- dramatic way that baseball went from 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 everything to nothing. Um, at a time where guys, you know, have been trying to use something just to get a grip to begin with, what, what, what's your overall look at the sticky stuff situation? Um, it's, it's, you know, what major league baseball, when they decide to go away, it's, it's overreaction Sunday and they'll, they'll go and completely flip a switch. So for a hundred years, this rule has been in place where you're, you're not, you're not allowed to use something foreign substance. Which I don't know if we've, you know, defined foreign substances. Um, I don't know if we have or not, but you kind of go. I, and I'll, I'll explain it as best I can. I had to. Uh, I, I I always licked my fingers, so you know there were guys in the bullpen with me that used pine tar, and would have it somewhere on you know a string on their glove or something like that. And I could never do that because, like I said, I licked my fingers and then I'd wipe the sweat off my forehead. And, and I would find a way to get sticky from uh, chewing tobacco. Mm. Mm. And so I was using that while I was pitching. And that was the only reason that I did it was not because I like to sit on the mound and have a chew in. It was because wow. I, needed, I needed that substance to throw my breaking ball. I needed, I needed, I needed to have it sticky. These baseballs... Um, 
you know, they're, they're rubbed up underneath by one of the equipment guys with Mississippi mud. And, you know, can you imagine just sitting there rubbing up six dozen baseballs every day with your hands in, you know, this nasty mud that they, they buy. And now half the time, you know, one side of the baseball is rubbed up and the other side is clean as a pearl. And I'm expected to, you know, throw this slippery white little substance, you know, or baseball at the home plate and be accurate. You need a little bit of a tack. So don't like that these guys are using foreign substances, but if they don't want to chew tobacco, then you, you kind of kind of find something, you know, a piece of gum. It, would would absolutely work. Um, I don't know what else. I never did the. Uh, I never did all this stuff. You know, spider tech didn't exist. Right. Never did the uh, the rosin with sunscreen. But it it's. I'm not going to say necessary. Obviously, it's not necessary, but it's tough to pitch and throw a good breaking ball without something, you know, keeping your fingers sticky. Is the answer to have baseball doc you know something that like the umpires doctor the ball themselves like is there is there a way that this can be done so that we can find that middle ground between these two things well that's the idea of the uh the mississippi mud is to take the sheen off the ball and if it's done if it's done well or done right it's you know it's totally acceptable i don't i don't need to throw a fast i don't need to be you know have my fingers sticky to throw a fastball and I probably could say that I don't need to do it with a breaking ball either. It just, uh, it helped me, you know, lock my fingers in on the seam. The seams aren't very, if you guys have never picked up a major league baseball, you're, you're in essence throwing something about like a cue ball. Hmm. You know, they, they've got these seams now that the, the baseballs are kind of hot. The seams are completely and utterly flat and hard as a rock. And um, there's not a whole lot of great grips on this baseball, so... You can kind of understand why guys are doing it. Just uh, like I said, the rule's been there for 100 years. And I wasn't going to be one of those guys that was cheating by using pine tar because I had everybody in the world looking at me with my the way I lick sure. my fingers and then rub my forehead and then touch the bill of my hat and, and was doing everything to get my fingers just the right the right tack, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's a popular word. Fascinating. It's real. It's really fascinating, Greg. And I, and 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 I don't, you know, I I would say I feel bad. I don't necessarily feel bad for the pitchers, right? But like, this doesn't seem like that was the right way to go about handling this. Like, this just doesn't. Uh, I think you're right on both sides. Um, you know, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't going to be that guy using pine tar and cheating because at the drop of the hat, the way that I I did everything was I was going to get checked at some point, yep. or the baseball is going to come back a little smudged. And I was going, I'm not getting caught cheating. So I got to find something else. And, and um, I, I used Red Man and Bazooka Gum. And <laughs> and it's not right the way baseball is doing it either. Um, but, man, if you leave us to our own devices and I'm cheating and I don't get tested on the way out, you know, they probably should just do it on the way in. Have somebody sitting inside the bullpen gate. And that would make a little bit more sense. You don't have all the drama. Sure. And right before, you know, the guy gets a phone call, here's your 30 seconds of checking everything out. Yep. Would be what I would say to do rather than have the umpires getting these guys walking off. Yeah, it's a little less dramatic. It's a little less over the top. It's a it's a little less embarrassing, I think, if you do it that way. Or 
you know, have them come to the dugout before somebody comes in, something along those lines. But yeah, coming off, it is, it is truly theater of the absurd. It really is at that point, and it makes no sense. I did also hear somebody made a suggestion that if a manager asks for a check and there's no sticky stuff, there should be a penalty for that too. Like, it should cost the next batter a strike or something along those lines. And I said, that's... That seems like a bit much, right? Like that seems that seems tough. Like why penalize the batter for something the manager did? But I, I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Maybe if you ask for a check and it's not there, the manager gets kicked out. Something along those lines. I I, I don't know, but um, an interesting thing that could maybe uh, change a little bit about this. Yeah, they need to, they need to fix that part of it. And I think it's you know what there used to be a uh, there was a legend. That, uh, you know, if you ask somebody to check somebody's bat for either cork or, you know, doing something illegal, it was like a $10,000 fine for that team. Oh. Um, might not be, you know, a bad thing to go Maybe either that find. way or just you're not allowed to go check the guy until he walks off. And he walks off and you catch the sticky stuff, then he's thrown out and can't do anything in the past, but all they're doing, you know, if I really wanted to be a, uh, trying to think of a good word here, not a nice person, um, I'd be sending somebody out to check all the time. I'd you want to send, throw somebody yeah, right. off your game? Yeah, correct. Just mess with them. Exactly right. Whatever you can do. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So be like uh, the Leslie Nielsen and Naked Gun patting everybody down for guns. <laughs> oh, I love that. When Every time they come to the plate, they, they, he does the check the cup, check the hunt. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that one again. It's, it's one of the, it still stands up. You know what? I stay, I, Greg, I get nervous that movies don't stand up. That motion picture still stands up to this day. It still makes me howl laughing to this day whenever I watch it. Um, yeah. It is it is that good, and the and the broadcast booth with Palmer and Dick Vitale and Dr. Joyce Brothers and all of them. It's just phenomenal. All yeah, right, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Uh, Greg, what else is going on in your world, man? Anything that we can uh, the plug for you? Anything that you're up to that we can talk up? No, I am totally good. Um, finishing my master's degree here at Auburn That's and. Awesome. Uh, We'll start teaching my second class at Auburn University. I taught one in uh, the spring, and I'll teach a different one in the fall here. Um, so just started doing that, and I'm hoping to get back to Baltimore soon so and do some of the do some of the radio again, but I'm off the air this year, so. Well, we hope that, that we hope that that changes in the future as well, because you brought a joy to games uh, over the years Thank here you. in Baltimore. At Greg Olson thirty on Twitter is how you follow him. Uh, we are very happy for you for the College Baseball Hall of Fame, Greg, but we're far happier for the fact that you have defeated cancer. That is just the best thing Thank that we you. could possibly hear. Congratulations! Thank you as always for taking the time. Let's talk again My soon. All right. all right, guys. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Greg Olson, the Otter, um, in the College Baseball Hall of Fame, and, and great news. And listen to Greg, the way that I had to listen to Cal. Listen to Greg. You're a man of a certain age. I was the same way. Eh, if there's something wrong with me, I'll go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Get a doctor. Go to the doctor. One time a year. Go get a checkup. Go get a physical. I, I didn't. Admittedly, I did not do it. I was fine, thankfully, when I went and, and got my physical. I, you know, I wasn't experiencing any of those things. What? What? Still need those breaks. Thought I sent those to you. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what the story is there, um, but you'll have them in two seconds. Okay. Um, 
So just go do that. Go do that. All right? Go do that. Go get your physical. Go get a doctor. Do all those things so that um, you know it could honestly save your life. That's It's not hyperbole. It could truly be what saves your life. And Greg Olson, that's a wonderful story for us to hear this morning. Today's show also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Man. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Francis Tiafo, this was a this was an interesting first-round match. I said, if you listen, we did a preview episode of uh, Courts of Thunder, which is the new name of our tennis podcast. Greg Rosenthal from NFL Network and I are doing. Is he playing Djokovic right now? No, he's playing Stefano Tsitsipas. And you know that's who Djokovic beat in the uh, final. I did not know that. Thank you for letting me know. I had no idea. I I said I don't expect Tsitsipas to make a a big run at Wimbledon. I I think he's going to bow out fairly early. Um, I just think the emotions of of a deep run and the quick turnaround and all of that were going to hurt him. And Greg said, well, I'll put him on an upset alert in the first round against TFO. And I said, yeah, look, man, I love the guy. I do. Trust me. Love him. But I don't see that happening. And Greg was texting me again yesterday and said, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I think there's a chance. And I said, all right, bud, bet it. You what go, was all that one in a go, million talk? You go bet it. And he said, I will. And he went and he bet it. And then I said, well, crap. If, if he's going to bet it, then I... I need to bet it too, right? So I did put a little bit down on TFO last night, and he took the first set from uh, Stefano Tsitsipas. I'm still not, I'm still not assuming that he's going to win the match. You know what they say. But uh, what? Even you assume. It's a good point. You uh, an ass out of Umi. Out of Umi, uh, all Umi. It's a tough thing. But TFO wins set one day at Wimbledon over Tsitsipas. Uh, Djokovic did drop a set, but went on to cruise after that against the Brit Jack Draper. So. Uh, that's what I'm, I, I, no offense to anything else that's going on. That's what I care about. That's just where my mind is. We come back in, however, we will, um, we got a couple other things I wanted to touch on. We have not talked yet about Trey Mancini and the, uh, home run derby. We'll touch on that at the top of the hour. Andy Martino, a uh, baseball writer out of New York. He's got a new book. It's called cheated. It's all about the Astro sign stealing scandal. We'll chat with him about that as well. It's on the way. We're in the Chesapeake employers insurance studio press box. It is Glenn Clark radio. The latest edition of PressBox is available now. On the cover, Thomas Kenzora profiles University of Maryland quarterback Talia Tongavailoa and his chance to deliver the Terps to Big Ten prominence this year. Also inside, Bo Smolka breaks down the Ravens' offensive line, a look at Coppin State's Olympic connection, and much more. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms Coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. 
C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York Strip Steak, the Smoky Thigh Wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the Strip Steak Sandwich, Barbecue Chicken Bowl, and their silver anniversary Turtle Cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion, Conor McGregor, and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit tweet us at glenn clark radio 21st century talk radio at glennclarkradio.com glenn clark radio, clark radio. all right back in here on gcr from the chesapeake employers insurance studio hey we've got uh something cool you know you just heard about um the big ufc fight coming up at sports and social i've got an unbelievable offer for you we're gonna give away a chance for you to get the best seat in the house to watch the fights at sports and social md just just bear with me for a second you can enter right now to win one of two grand prize packages, each including two VIP recliner seats along with a $150 food and drink tab for UFC 264 on July 10th. I want to read through that again. Two grand prize packages, each includes two VIP recliner seats and a $150 food and drink tab for UFC 264, July 10th, at Sports and Social Maryland at Live Casino and Hotel. Do I have your attention? Good. 
Winners will be able to watch UFC 264 in style. Dustin Poirier taking on the former champ, Conor McGregor. What you need to do is go to pressboxonline.com slash contests. Pressboxonline.com slash contests. Sports and Social Maryland is live casino and hotels. Amazing new sports bar with that massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, an extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. You can get your tickets for UFC 264 at Sports Social by going to livecasinohotel.com. Seating is limited. But most importantly, pressboxonline.com slash contests right now. Pressboxonline.com slash contests. Very simple. Two lucky winners and their guests are going to be headed to Sports and Social Maryland with those recliner seats and $150, $150, may I suggest the pastrami and pickles, they're delicious, $150 in food and beverage credit for the fight, that's it, go get the details right now, pressboxonline.com slash contests, pressboxonline.com slash contests, we're trying to hook you up. We want you to enjoy the fights and style at Sports and Social Maryland at the Live Casino Hotel. All you got to do right now is go to pressboxonline.com slash contest to find out more. A couple things. Congrats to Javante Davis. Sure, sure, absolutely. Congrats to Javante Davis. Um, was a very entertaining fight. I ended up, uh, I, I forgot, frankly, and then I remembered after I saw Twitter mm-hmm. talking about it, and I watched a good bit of the fight. It was highly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he struggled early on. He was behind for a bit, and then he settled in in the middle rounds. And, body blows there. Yeah, ended up getting three knockdowns before ultimately getting uh, the win over uh, Mario Barrios. And now he has won at all three weight classes, 130, 135, and 140. Like, And I thought about writing about it, and I, I ultimately decided not to. Afterwards, after the fight, there's all these. We're probably going to go back to 130, 135. Probably not going to stay at 140. That's probably going to be something that they revisit down the road in his career. And does he just keep the title then? Is that how that? Works? I don't know how that works. It's not a title that matters. So right like, now, yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea how that's going to work. But um, there's all these fighters that everybody wants. That's been, that people have been wanting to see Gervonta Davis fight, and the hope that now maybe this is the portion of the career where you go into the big money fights. And Floyd Mayweather just throws complete cold water over that and says, "We're fighting Mayweather fighters. We're fighting premier boxing champion fighters." And his line is, "I'm not here to help other people make money." And I, part under- of the with I understand it. From a business standpoint, I get it, but that's the nature of the sport now. It's the nature of why it is that boxing has become sideshow freak stuff and and not big, important fights that everyone feels the need to watch with superstars because politics. You're not seeing it. It's not even politics. That's the wrong way of saying it. I mean, it's, it's sort of a it's economic politics. It's, you know, like I mean, there's decisions being made it's, because it's, they're trying to. It's economics, to, plain and simple. It's the money I'm, will still be. I get you're saying I could make I'm two pr- times the amount of money instead of. Well, I'm going to protect the money, all of the money for us, right. instead of worrying about other people making money. And it's and that exists in every business everywhere. Now, 
That's a lot of people would point out that you can make even more money when you're willing to partner with other people. And those types of things can happen, and that's what you should be looking to do. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. And someone might also say that's part of the reason why Floyd Mayweather's saying that. The other part is they don't want him to lose. They want him to go the Floyd Mayweather path. And they know that they can protect that by having him fight all of these guys and not fight um, the biggest fighters in the world, Josh Taylors and the the Lomachenkos and those guys that you otherwise might want to see Gervonta Davis fight. I, I don't, I don't have the correct answer. I know it's a bummer. It's a bummer because you, if you love boxing, and there's the there's fight. a few of those people that exist still, that's what you want, and you're not going to get it, and you're going to be left with. It's also stopping it from making. It seems like stopping it from letting the sport correct grow into what it could be. To, to find more casual right. fans, to find more people that would be inclined to watch a super fight that just they they don't know enough about Javante Davis to pluck down seventy five dollars for a pay per view. It's just not something they're going to do. So that's a bummer, you know. Like to to, to have a thrilling win and a, a great fight, and some people they even want to say let's run it back. It was that good. Um, to then that to be followed up with the cold water from Floyd Mayweather of, yep, but if you're thinking that this is going to change anything and make us more inclined to do super fights, I got bad news. That ain't happening. So that's, that's what it is. Other thing was John Morosi allegedly reported that Hector Santiago's glove is being sent off to be tested for yeah, to see whether or not it's more than rosin, yeah, rosin that, that, being allowed. Yeah, we knew that yesterday. But is, it, is, it, is the implication there that if it was – is the sunscreen that's on the skin, right? Like, so they can't check his skin after the fact. Sunscreen and rosin well, they were, they were combo about sticky is on alive. The, on is the cloud, correct? I don't, I don't, it's not supposed to be. It's, the, they, they sent his glove. rosin alone? They found something on the glove. Right, that they're trying to determine whether it's more than rosin. Now, so is it, I just get a little confusing. So rosin alone is allowed. Sunscreen and rosin not allowed, yes. but isn't that what makes it sticky? And rosin is not by I, in and of am, itself a the, sticky substance. The, I, I don't care enough about that, but I was to understand in the post game press conference that Scott Service, the manager of the Mariners, was explaining that apparently under certain circumstances, rosin can become sticky. Well, it's with sweat or sunscreen, right? That's Correct. the combination. Well, on a hot day, well, you're gonna rosin sweat. and sweat of could course, become yeah. sticky, and that's that was their explanation. Well, you, just not, you can't allow them to sweat. For the sticky no stuff on, allowed, the, you know? on Santiago's glove. So, I, I, again, I don't care enough because it doesn't impact us in any way, but uh, it's it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, Trey Mancini is going to be in the home run derby. That was the biggest no-brainer that uh, baseball could have ever had. Once Trey Mancini said he was willing to do it and interested in doing it, and I get it, he's never made a trip to the All-Star game before, so why wouldn't he be interested in participating in the home run derby? Um, it was, it, it had to, I, I can't believe that it, it took three days for baseball to, to say, yeah, let's make that happen. I can't believe that it wouldn't have been immediately in that moment that baseball would have said, hell yeah, you're in. If you want to do this, we're definitely getting you in because it's a tremendous story and makes our TV show better. Mm-hmm. It, they would like to have Fernando Tatis participate in the home run derby. He's not going to do it. And that's a bummer, right? Like it's a, it's a bummer for everybody. That Fernando Tatis and I believe both uh, he and Vlad are well, out. Shohei's of, in it. Shohei's in, but I think Vlad is also out of the Home Run Derby. Yeah, he was I mean, in it last year, wasn't he? Uh, I want to say he was even in it. No, there wasn't one last year. It was two years ago that I was thinking of. Correct. Um, it's a bummer. I mean, there's no, there's no getting around that. You want the the guy, the biggest stars, the guys that are 
you know, having the most success, you want those guys to be participating in the home run derby. But in lieu of that, yes, Shohei Otani should be fun. Should be a if you're in if you're into watching the home run derby, yeah. you should enjoy watching Shohei Otani participate. And Trey Mancini's story is so good mm-hmm. that he will be an obvious you know candidate for people to root for in the home run derby immediately. That'll be the case. Uh, I did the bat around with the guys on Saturday. And Zach brought up the are you concerned about the impact question that we have to ask whenever somebody participates in the Home Run Derby. The nature of swinging in baseball has changed. It's the reality. Like, this was a question that was asked once upon a time because people would, were, they were, you were so drastically altering your swing during the Home Run Derby that could that linger a little bit into the second half? Well, swinging has changed in baseball. Launch angle has become more... The, not specifically for Trey Mancini, but for so many in mm-hmm. the sport, there is there is more swinging for home runs. So my answer is no, I'm not. And I think the other side of that is the part that you don't want to say out loud, which is the, and even if it did, so what? Like, even if it had an impact on Trey Mancini for a couple of weeks, this, this team, I don't know if you paid attention, they're, they're not good. So, no, I'm not all that concerned about it. It's just the reality of it. Um, Happy for Trey. Very happy for Trey. As I said in the column last week, I am 100% uh, convinced that he will be uh, in the All-Star game as well, that they will make sure that Trey Mancini is an All-Star, that they're not that stupid, that somebody's going to go grab uh, Kevin Cash and say, hey, dude, I don't know what you're doing with your team, and I don't care who else you put on it, this guy's going to be on it because we're doing a TV show and that TV show needs Trey Mancini. And he's, you know, from a baseball standpoint, he's, well. he's plenty worthy. I mean, it's not like it's, it's some we travesty. hope it's not in lieu of Cedric Mullins yes, and hopefully they cer- both can make Certainly hope that's the case. Glad that Cedric Mullins stayed in the top nine and advances the next phase of voting. And with the various injuries to Mike Trout and Byron Buxton, it's certainly more open. And considering Cedric Mullins has been one of the best players in all of baseball, it's certainly more open for him to have that opportunity to go to the All-Star game as well. So you hope that continues to be the case as um, that voting now back underway for this week, Phase 2 of All-Star voting. If you put all your votes in already for Cedric Mullins, that's good. You need to go vote for him again because they get wiped away. You start all over now that you're into Phase 2. So you need to go vote for him again during the course of this week. And I feel like there was something else that was on my list that I wanted to get to before we get too guest-heavy here in the second hour of the show, but I don't know. I've largely forgotten what it was, so now I guess we dance. Nah, it's all right. No? No. You didn't prepare something for us? No. I gave you plenty of heads up that that's what we were going to be doing today. I could kill a minute and a half if we want. No, I don't need to to kill a minute and a half. I thought you were going, I told you today was dancing day. Well, I missed that message. When did you send the email? Was it a text? What are we doing? I mean, I it I was a TikTok you sent me, right? I'm did, not on TikTok. I did. I did. I sent you a TikTok. Somebody told me it was time for me to get on TikTok recently. I said, "This is this is." I don't think you're. I don't think, think your style is, really lends itself to TikTok. I, I think this is the moment where it's all over. There will be no TikToking for your boy. Just not going to be a thing. This is this is the end, my only friend. The end. Stanley Cup final gets underway tonight. Uh, Canadians and Lightning as uh, Tampa's trying to win a second consecutive Stanley Cup. 
Um, get This time, get to do it with actual fans in attendance, which is a nice thing. They're doing a goofy bit, by the way, at Wimbledon where they said 50% attendance, and you're looking around and... Just looks pretty full. Maybe they're just like nobody in the upper deck. That's like what it, that's apparently you know? that's apparently what it is. I don't really get that. It, I don't understand it at all. If you're doing fifty percent attendance and you're just packing everybody in next to each other, what is the point? And I know, like John from Little Rock brought that up. A few people brought that up in talking about the NC State thing. John said uh, utter BS with the NCAA after having packed stadiums and having them play with thirteen players the day before they pulled that stunt. The people have brought up the packed stadium things and talking about the NC State decision. The understanding being. They're not, they in purchasing the ticket have created a liability waiver. You get COVID, that's on you. You've chosen. You go do that. I, I think, and we talked about this college football last year, if you could get the players to say, we promise we'll never sue you, maybe you could just say the same thing. But not quite it, that there is that direct comparison that people are trying to make between packed stadiums and not letting NC State play. It just does not actually exist. There is no direct comparison between those two things the way that we want it to exist. That's not real. Um, and other people have pointed out, hey, you know, these guys, um, if they had all gotten vaccinated, they never would have been tested, right? Like that's one of the things that been pointed out. Pointed out that's the reality. It's you know, I don't I don't like to veer into these conversations. Honestly, it just doesn't I don't like to engage with them much, but the people that are trying to do the bit where um well you're forcing people to get vaccinated. You're not. You're leaving them that option. But this is you're the way it works. Telling them how it's gonna like go if, if they if, don't. If you don't, this is what you're dealing with. This is the same thing when Cole NFL Beasley also, whines yeah. about it in the NFL. You can whine all you want, but this is not nobody's forcing you to get vaccinated. These are just the things that you'll have to deal with if you don't. It's it's not all that difficult. You get to make your choice. And if you if you care so desperately about not getting vaccinated for whatever reason, and some people, you know, there are a couple of people in the world that certainly have an argument for it, uh, based on their own situations, you don't do it. This is the way that it goes. Do we? Uh, no. We're just playing the waiting game. Yes. Oh, you want to take a break? If you'd like. I'd like to take a break then. If we're just playing the waiting game, let's take a break. Okay. We'll grab a break. Andy Martino is scheduled to join us, the author of the book Cheated. We will uh, chat with him next about uh, the Astros scandal and the book that he wrote about it. A lot of baseball coming up this hour. We're in the uh, Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio press box. Chesapeake Employers Insurance is your workers' compensation insurance specialist. It's a Monday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion, Conor McGregor, and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here it. Watch out! Oh, 
For the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converged on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com. Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit you are out you are listening to glenn clark radio radio at glennclarkradio.com all right, back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Pressbox. Today's program also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or go to C3America.com for your free analysis. Still nothing? Maybe he heard that you didn't read the book. Maybe that's what happened. Spurned I don't know. us. I don't know. We yeah. could try and call... Uh, Some, I mean, I don't know uh, how we want to play wanna, this. Wait wanna, to five more minutes or so and just yeah, see. Yeah, we'll wait till 11.10. At 11.10, you want to go the other way, yeah, then we'll sure. we'll deal with that then, and I will try to rearrange with the person. Maybe we could do it tomorrow. Maybe we could. Maybe I don't, you could read a little of Maybe it. that would be a good thing. I'm going to forward you the email from the person that booked this, and you can, if we get to that point, if we get to 11.10 and haven't heard from him, then this will be on you to. Cool. I have I have nothing to say. I have nothing else to say. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, responses that have come in, various things that we talked about this morning. At Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter is always how you get in from Dan. Dan says, uh, Glenn, equally frustrated related to Jemai Jones. I just don't understand what this organization is looking for. Do you think this is about service time? I, I don't think so. No, I don't think it's yeah. about service time. 
first of all, one, Javon Jones has already been in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do. I'm willing to give it that I think it could be uniquely about the fact that he's not a shortstop, right? That they think he's a second baseman. They don't think he's a shortstop. And they wanted a shortstop, right? Like, that they're... They don't want to put their pitchers at so much of a disadvantage where they're just putting somebody. Well, and I think it also, I think it also, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit Jemai Jones, right? Like if he's, if they don't believe he can play shortstop. Well, I don't think that's. There's no reason to believe he can, for what it's worth. Right. Then what's the benefit to throwing well, him out there? The argument just would to be do it? that somebody else in the middle infielder on this roster conceivably maybe could, right? Like that's fine. And I'm also fine with saying, well, by the way, it's not like they've figured anything out at second base either. Right. And at some point he needed to be here to be the second baseman too. Like I'm I'm fine having that deeper conversation about what it is that you're waiting for when it comes to Jemai Jones. And I don't have that answer. I don't. I don't know exactly what it is they're waiting for when it comes to Jemai Jones. So it feels like a defense thing, considering he's been hitting the cover off the ball. I would presume it's a defense thing. And I, the other thing I'm going to say is I wish I could join you in being bothered by it. It's it, it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's it's hard a, it's, for it's me. mildly annoying. In the it's sense hard of, for me to be bothered enough to dive deep into and this is and I'm and I this is where I always have to apologize. The things you guys are getting worked up about in relation to the Orioles, I'm just not getting worked up about. I can't. I'm just of the belief that this is a trial and error season and. I understand the argument for right. what, like, just do it. Figure right. out if it works or not, right? I, sure, sure. I'm listening. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just telling you, it it doesn't impact me. It doesn't bother me. It's. I'm sorry. I I'm not worked up about it. The Orioles aren't good. I would. I would. It's not going to make me. Be glued to the TV at seven o'clock every night, but it no. Would, if I it, would be more interested in a big league game I, if there were. In, in theory, I understand what you're saying. Like, like for example, today I'm I've got tennis. I've got there's soccer I'm interested in. Uh, the first game in the Stanley Cup final. The way, I'm going to be glued to the Suns game obviously tonight. The College World Series final gets underway. I I don't think that if Jemai Jones was playing tonight, it would just be something that would be more interesting than what we have currently. I'm not saying that it's moving the needle. I, I right? understand, like, that, but I just think it wouldn't it wouldn't be enough to get me to say I've got to commit to watching the Orioles tonight. It would be more. If at some point I happen to be watching the Orioles, it would be interesting to see that Jemai Jones was there. I'd rather him be playing be, than not. I, again, on, on that very yeah, you know low bar, I I agree with you. I would rather he be playing than not. That's that's what I've got, and and frankly, nothing else when it comes to Jemai Jones. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish I could join you guys in being worked up. I just can't do it. I cannot join you in that way. Um, from. Adam Adam says, glad you're willing to admit that the Suns game was the worst game in basketball history. Does it make you feel at all concerned that they're going to get run out of the gym in the finals? No. No, I mean, the other thing, too, is they're, that they're, I'm not trying to oversell it. I do think it was a lot of bad offense. It was also a good amount of good defense. There was a fair amount of really good defense being played on Saturday night. Now, there was a lot of bad offense, too. If it had been three games of bad offense... Maybe I'd be more concerned about it. Four games of bad offense, I might be more concerned about it. But no, I'm not. One game where the offense ended up being really bad in the second half does not make me suddenly concerned that these teams are so much drastically worse than the Eastern Conference teams. One of those, one of them days. Feels like one of those things where maybe he wouldn't have answered at 11 either, so yep. who knows, right? One of them days. Yeah. All about the he said, she said, bull S, as Limp Biscuit said. Ah, your favorite. Yeah, you know, I love me some Limp Biscuit. That's the way that it goes. So if you're scoring along at by home. By the way, Jeremy's at the dentist, so hopefully he's done by 1130. 
<laughs> you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. If you're scoring along at home, this is – let me. we'll peel the curtain back. This is always one of my favorite things to do. The way that today had been scheduled, uh, we had uh, we had nothing. We had nothing. We had Jeremy. That's all we had booked. Uh, Kyle yesterday said, well, why don't we do our draft segment for the week? Because we do have some things lined up for the next couple of days. He said, why don't we do our draft segment for the week on Monday – uh, I got in touch with uh, Eric Longenhagen from Fangraphs. He can do 11. I said, great. We'll do 11 with Eric Longenhagen from Fangraphs. Wonderful. So then I realized when I came in that we actually had something booked. I had forgotten that I had booked Andy Martino, the author of Cheated, for 11 o'clock this morning to join us via Zoom. So I don't have a phone number for him to call him. I just have the, the, the Zoom link. It, he never joined. He never hopped on Zoom at 11 o'clock. So we said, well, that'll be no problem. We'll move Eric Long and Hagen back to 1120. Like, everything, everything will work out. Nothing is working out. Nothing at all is working out. I was mildly suspicious when he did not respond to your text. To my request asking if we could do 20 minutes later. Now, he's on the West Coast. Perhaps he just overslept. And, 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 and maybe, he, right. maybe he will, maybe at sure. 1120, he'll answer the phone. These days occur where if you think everything's going to come together and. Instead of everything coming, some days everything does come together. There are days that we do the show where everything falls in line and goes exactly the way that you wanted to have it go. And then there are days when you do this show where literally nothing, nothing at all comes together. What's the tenor of this email here? I'm saying, can you still do this morning? Can we look for another morning? I would just say, hey, we never we never heard from uh, Andy via Zoom. He never hopped on the call. We're do- By the way, we're doing this live on the air. Oh, this yeah. is this is the radio you wanted. You get is an me idea of just how this works. Yeah, you know? right? You're saying uh, never hopped on the call. Um, would be would probably be uh, you know, tough we'll to squeeze them in. Push for tomorrow. At this point, maybe tomorrow. I hear you. Or later in the week. We'll see. I'd like to do it while they're playing the Astros. That was sort of the, the part of the timing that I was trying to make work. Well, they'll play again later. I don't know if they do. Do they? I don't think they play the, the West teams as much as then they already played them last week, so I don't I don't know that they do play again. I think that's the reality. Jack, how was your twentieth first birthday? How how'd it go? Everything you survive your trip up to New York? Did you Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Any yeah, definitely uh he had his first alcoholic beverage. <laughs> I, that's amazing. Right. Really an amazing thing. Did you black out and wake up with a tiger in the room? Anything along no, those lines? Nothing like that. Nothing, nothing like that went on. No. Nothing like no that. No tiger in the bathroom. No. No, definitely wasn't Mike Tyson's tiger. No? All right. You no no tattoo on the face, anything along those lines? <laughs> no. no no good no good stories. Could could have come yeah. back with anything that my mom would see and then be like, Oh my god, what did you do when you were there? You're twenty one now. You know what you say when that happens? You say, Mom, I'm a man now. Leave me alone. <laughs> Anything, any any good stories from your trip up to New York? I don't know if you A couple, but I had, don't know if I can. We had two guests bail on us. Uh, Jack, <laughs> have it's a couple, time. But it's I don't know if I can say anything on here right now. Maybe I, I mean, it's not like would, you will, went and like, will committed it incriminate a you? No, I didn't do anything. Nothing. Just a little, little embarrassing. Do you even here. remember um, that much? A of co- it? Uh, here and there. Little pockets. Okay. That's well, how it's supposed well, to be. Tell, do you have a story to tell? Tell a story. Yeah, I got a couple of stories, but I'm not sure. Can you tell them? Why, why couldn't you? What, tell, what is the reason why you wouldn't be able to tell the story of what happened in New York? Reasons? Um, are, you, are you worried about like future job opportunities? No. You think it's going to? It's just like embarrassing when you're drunk, you do stupid things. Yeah, we all, we've <laughs> all been really? there, I assure you. Really? <laughs> Jack. Yeah. I know I'm old, but I was I was your no, age like nothing, once. Nothing like too crazy happened. I mean, you're just. What, <laughs> what is this? I got some stories, but I can't. Ah, nothing. Nothing to tell. Nothing. To, do you have a story or not? Were you successful in the God, romantic damn. endeavors at all? 
All you need is a simple yes or no. No, I was not. All right. Unfortunately, well, that's Too a bad. shame. Yeah. That's a real yeah. shame. So it's not related to that. So what's what are you afraid of not of telling? What's the story? Did you like that you're throw afraid? up in a bar? What's the, what's it related to? That yeah. is what happened. This is good. Well, yeah. See? It was okay. After the night, I was Friday night. A bunch of my buddies okay. went out. We went out to dinner and a place out in. in Did New you York. eat too much dinner? Is that part of the problem? No, okay. no, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't the, it food, was the food, food consumption. Yeah. All right, so tell the story. So I get back and. My brother actually gives me a phone call and was like, please don't bring anybody back over to my apartment. Ah. I'm sleeping. I answered the call, supposedly, and I said, okay, no worries. <laughs> Two hours later, three hours later, I'm, I'm back. Now, wait a second. I got to talk about your brother here. You're up celebrating birthday, your 21st yeah. birthday in New York, and he says, don't bring, anyone. don't bring anybody back. Well, this was after like we had went out. This was like at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. My brother was like exhausted. He just, cause I, he, I understand that. Yeah. But he, he did he invite you to New York or did you invite yourself? No, he invited me. Okay, he invited you to yeah, New York. Yeah, no, he had just like gone out with a bunch of his friends and then and then we. He went didn't out. even go out with you. Not on Friday. I went out with him Thursday and Saturday. Okay. Well, okay. Friday night was just like my guy friends from school and like a couple girlfriends from school too. Right. Um. So we get back and my brother had gotten back at like two thirty with a, his. Now friend. was there the possibility of a romantic encounter that could have occurred had he not said, "Don't bring anybody back." No, this was just like don't bring any of my friends back. Oh, he didn't want a party. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want. There's a big difference between I don't want a party here versus I don't want you to bring a young lady back. No, it wasn't. It wasn't no girl. Those are two significantly different (laughs) things, Jack. They're very. I thought he was being. Uh, the old C block. The old C. No, no, no. I thought John Cena, if you would. Who else was in that film? Like Baron Holtz was in that. Right. It was actually a pretty good film. Yeah. John, who was the was uh, Leslie? Like Leslie Mann, right? Was in that Again, film, I didn't motion see picture. It, so I'm Did you see really that? Did you see that? Blockers. Thing? Blockers. Did you see that no, motion picture? No. It was a decent little film. It was, you know, it was formulaic, but it was, it was, it was good. I, I think it was an agreeable watch. Um, not, a, it's not going to change history. I don't think it'll be referenced for day, centuries to come. But it was an agreeable watch. So that's what I thought the situation was. Was he was saying, you can't bring a, a girl back, no. which would be kind of a, yes. A D move. Kind of a D move. No, it wasn't. That if he invited you up to celebrate your <laughs> 21st birthday. Was, like, by the way, no yeah, fun for you. Correct, but you're not allowed to no. have he, any coitus. I, I was okay to come back like drunk and sloppy, but my friends causing a problem at like so you puked, Did you puke in the bar? Did you no, puke in I the app? Okay. Was it a, like a, you tried to go to sleep, had the spins kind of deal? Yep. Love that. Yeah. I mean that's we've all been. <laughs> that's not. I mean like it sucks. It does well, suck. Is that is that really the extent of the story that you were afraid to tell? That was just no. That's just one of them that I was gonna. Okay, say. well, get to the one because that's nothing. One, yeah. That's <laughs> not just saying you puked when you turned twenty-one. It's like you know, kind of a rite of passage. Correct. <laughs> we all breathe, man. No, that was like that was like pretty much. The did you did you do some dancing at all? Were you did you cut a rug up in the in the it's bar? Like, this man is a conjurer, <laughs> is what he is. He's a conjurer. No, he says there's some stories. I'm embarrassed to tell them, and then I say, well, tell them. And yeah, he's like, ah, oh, there's it. no, there were no stories. What are you talking about? What do you mean stories? Who said anything about stories? There's no stories. These aren't the drones you're, you're looking for. Yeah, right? You you led this off by saying <laughs> there were stories. You put that out there. Now I'm really trying to piece like the whole weekend together. There's a lot Did of Did you interact with the police at all in New York? I'll just do no, like a bingo thank God. card. Should you have? Yeah. <laughs> Did things occur that should have involved the police? No, I don't think so. Oh, are you sure? Like a bad weekend, yeah, right? You know? right? What was the point of going? I don't <laughs> understand what, what you were doing. Did you did solicit you, any? Did you, did you accidentally propose to someone yeah. <laughs> while you no, were drunk? I did, I did no, not, I no. Did not. <laughs> you no. got me beat. You got <laughs> me beat, and how I celebrated my twenty-first birthday. What were your? What was your? What were you drinking on in the twenty-first birthday? What was your drink of choice as a twenty-one-year-old? Um, 
So it's actually funny. So my favorite, one of my favorite drinks is a gin and tonic. Yeah, a good one. Tasty. Drink it, drink Tasty it. one. Yeah. So we went out to this one place and it was the worst gin and tonic. I've As ever in had. too strong? No, it had like like. It was like whatever. Like, I don't know it was how one of the else. fancy ones they try and do more to it with. Like I don't know. Not well, just I don't know. Gin elevated gin and tonic. Yeah. What was going on with it? But like every single sip just hurt all over my body. Sounds like it was too strong, which yeah, is a good I mean, thing. That just sounds like booze. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's what that it, sounds this like. This didn't yeah. taste like. I've had a. I've had a bunch in my. In my <laughs> he's had well, a bunch. He may like, have been poisoned. He's Twenty-one years really old. Know. He's had a bunch. Yeah. He's experienced everything right? that the gin and tonic community has to offer. No, so that you was, can't uh, surprise. There are really only so many variables. In a Jeez. gin and tonic, you would think. And one of them is an addition that I think makes it better. If there's too much lime, I prefer it that way. I like extra lime with my gin and tonics. If it's, it's definitely too, a necessity to have if a there's too, I don't really understand how they could have made it. I don't know how they did this poorly. It doesn't make any sense to me. And you were probably spending $20 per for these yeah. things. By the way, TFO just went up two sets. So I'm starting to... Believe? I, I don't want to. I'm going to feel really stupid for choosing to believe, but I'm starting to like... Hey. Allow myself to feel it. Maybe you'll make up that money. Of course, the pride weekend, of College though. Park, the pride of College Park, Francis TFO, Kevin Herter as well. Yeah, I mean he's not from there. Oh, no. okay. He just went to the University of Maryland. Sure. It'd be like saying Jack's from College night. Park. He's not. He did. He played some good defense. He missed a couple of shots though that he should have hit. There yeah. was there was a shaky period for them there. I mean, he's the probably the second best player on that team. Um, Columns no, good. Lou Williams is the second best player on the team. I mean, it depends what you're saying. He's second best scorer he's, is what for you're sure. Saying. He is. Kevin Herter is the second because best overall because player. Because he defends a bit. Collins yeah, is maybe the argument. Yeah, you I could think put, Collins but probably would be the better. Or Capella is pretty good too. Nice, yeah, yeah, he's a really nice player. So nothing else. You're just going to bail on this. You got no, You're going to tell me there were stories. Then you're going to not tell the stories. That's the way this is going to go. Did you like walk shirtless down the streets in New York at all? Yeah, I mean anything. You know what? You know what happened to me one time in New York? I I was at a, uh, the Broom Street pub ah. i believe it's called the old broom street pub love it and uh i was s-faced and no. i met one of the young ladies working there was from calvert county and we struck up a conversation it is thank you it's 24 i don't know if you've heard there's 24 including the city um she was from calvert county and we struck up a conversation she was a big oar fan ah. now this is years upon years upon years upon years ago i want to make that very clear this is before you had met your wife. Before, not only before I met my wife. I don't think I had moved to Arizona at this point. I think I was 22, maybe 21 when this all occurred. Uh, I was Jack's age. Right. And so we struck up a conversation. Um, Mr. Jones struck up a conversation with a black-haired flamenco dancer. I struck up a conversation with this young lady from Calvert County who was a big OAR so fan. He had the advantage in this one, huh? Correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a nod at Mr. Jones <laughs> in this situation. So uh, I'm there, and she and I are, are engaging, and we're going on. And at you some proposed point, to her too, huh? What's that? You proposed to her too. I huh? did, yeah, right. It's a heck of a year for me. I don't think I told that sto- the first story on the air, Kyle. I don't think I told the other story on the air. I think I shared that with you guys and well, nobody else. I met your wife. Um, correct. Yes, yeah. that's a good point. So, um, so I, I at one point apparently I was monopolizing. We were we were not. She was not getting her job done. Because of the time that she was spending conversing with me, and oh, she was an employee. She was an employee okay. at the uh, the Broom Street Pub, and so she started getting yelled at. Now, this is where the memory starts getting. Like, I remember striking up the conversation. She was from Calvert County, the OAR. All well, that. I know you. When you get yelled at, you just shut down. Correct. <laughs> out. Yeah. This is where the night starts getting a little hazy. But I am told that what happened next was I decided that I would help her out. Mm. Like I with said, her duties? I said, okay. hey, don't worry about it. Of course, you're so coordinated. I'll do it. <laughs> carry anything, you know? And I proceeded 
to jump over the bar. Yeah, they don't like that. <laughs> they don't love that. Yeah. They don't love that. And hop behind. And I said, what does she need to do? Make some drinks? I'll make some drinks. Of course, she need to your bartending experience wipe off none, minimal. Non-existent. I believe the standard point. in New York is a little I, higher. I, yeah, I was a guest bartender at a later stage in my life. But this, uh, none. Zero. I bartended once. All they had was wine and cans of beer. The Hard to screw that up. Very Hard easy. to <laughs> screw it up at that point, right? I hop behind the bar. I'm like, I got it. Don't worry. You know, we'll we'll take care of it together. Yeah. Because I'm now being a gentleman. I'm being yeah. chivalrous, if you will. I would guess this put your time left in that bar a bit. Numbered. Oh, interesting. You should bring that up yeah. because at first, again, as the story goes, and I don't remember, but as the story goes, they were kind of enjoying it. Like at first, they were. It was. It was not unpleasant. They were like, "Oh, this is cheeky. Right. This is fun." And sure. he seems like a nice enough chap. We'll we'll allow this charade for yeah. a bit, right? Like we'll let him go through it. Obviously, he's not actually going to to work. Right. Like, but you know, we'll we'll let we'll play along for a second, and then we'll have him go back to his post. Someone happened to be at the Broom Street Pub that particular evening. This is it. As I'm to understand, a true story. Rihanna, Rihanna had her ID that <laughs> night. Now, not Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> and that person was not as enamored with my antics and hijinks. Do you know who this person was? I do. Okay, that's the, that's the kicker I here, do. I imagine. It's a great story. It's a great story. That person, allegedly, and I want to make this very clear, I cannot, if I had to testify in court, I could not, could not swear by it. Mm-hmm. But I am to understand from the stories that were told of the Second-hand evening. Second-hand account of your own life experience. Exactly right. I am to understand that this was a place that Derek Jeter would sneak into sometimes. <laughs> and that Derek Jeter was in a back room at the Broom Street Pub. Came out. Apparently saw all of this occurring and just said, this is riffraff. Get it out. That's so absurd. That's what I'm to understand of That's how the just night went. So, like, what kind of like what? Who now, cares, Derek? That, and, like, <laughs> so I have so many thoughts. At first, I for years I even talked about it on an old show. I was like, I hate Derek Jeter because he kicked me out of a bar one night. Right? The truth is, I don't even know if that's actually true. I don't know for certain that Derek Jeter was there. Could have been now, Scott you know, my buddies that were there with me that night. There is zero reason for them to have lied about that. None. Like they, there was very much a next day. You're not gonna believe this type of story, right? It's just so like, bizarre. Like he's you're not, not gonna believe it. He's not ordering drinks at the bar. All of this makes no <laughs> sense. None of it makes any sense, right? And that's why I'm like, what, why would? First of all, this was not like a, a fancy, a particularly fancy bar. Now, I did one time Google search, and apparently there was truth to the fact that he would like make that his spot. It was times. a spot that right. he would go in and hang out at some point, like that at a, at a I'm younger, unfamiliar entirely. at a much younger age. And again, yeah. got to keep in mind this is many years ago. Yeah. Um, at a younger age, he would apparently go in sometimes and hang out at this establishment. I right? Just don't like, understand why he'd care. That's the other part that I. What, what, how would it affect him in any way? And if everybody else is enjoying it, right? Yeah, if everybody else found it, it cheeky and fun, maybe he doesn't like people having fun. I maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's well. I mean, like if he's not the one and, causing it. And the biggest issue that I had with all of it, of course, I got no gift get, gift basket. Ah uh, yes. Like if I'm yeah, gonna jeets, get if, if I'm gonna will, get the yeah. boot, you know what I mean? Like I would at least like to think. I at least like that you presented yourself for him. Correct. I mean, like I there's no doubt I <laughs> I, I made myself available. It's Derek Jeter that we're talking of about, course. man. I'm no idiot. Of course. Uh, I would have at least liked the gift basket in the process. Would have been nice if I would have at least been offered. Like maybe one of his goons would have said, "Hey, man, you know, right. like you got to go." But parting gift, you know, like some some nice uh, fruits. Fruits, correct? Some chocolate, chocolate covered yeah. fruits, totally. uh, the edible arrangement, if totally. you will. The chocolate anuses. I would have, yeah, the cheek. <laughs> no, that's different. That's a different thing. I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to avoid it. 
So I told a story, Jack. That's the story. That's the way you tell a story. No, nothing from you? Okay, great. Intern Jack, everybody. There's there's Intern Jack's trip to New York. I got kicked out of a bar by Derek Jeter. That's the quick recap of how Intern he Jack He vomited at his brother's. He vomited at his brother's house. His brother might have been okay with him bringing a young lady back. Had not some not sure. that tasty gin and tonics. Right. <laughs> Legendary trip. Will be remembered eternally. At least he didn't have to go to a TGI Fridays to celebrate his 21st birthday like I did. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate it, buddy. How's how's the podcast coming? It's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on it. I think we're going to call today. A, we're on the struggle bus is what we're going to say. Uh, so we're just so I just try buzzing him and see what happens. Eric, you want to call him? Yeah, what do you think? Sure, why not? Give him buzz. Give him one buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more the chance. old buzz light year, and then we'll go from there. Jeremy Kahn, we think, is going to join us. We thought other people were going to join us this morning, but as it turns out... We are we are not doing we're not doing well. We have uh, we have had ourselves a morning. <sighs> I have other things that I want to tell you about though. Like I want to tell you about the BMW Championship. Top seventy golfers in the world are coming to right here in Baltimore. Today's media day at the BMW Championship. I've been uh, seeing some of the pictures and videos that are being posted. Not uh, a golfer, so I didn't go out there for it. Like part of the deal was that you got to play Caves Valley. I'm gonna guess that nobody out there today is gonna shoot as well as the guys are gonna shoot when they come to play Caves in the BMW. PGA Tours, top 70 golfers coming to Baltimore to compete in the 2021 BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club. Secure your tickets at bmwchampionship.com. Um, I feel like there was one other thing that was on my list. I've said that three times already this morning. I really have said that a lot this morning, and yet I've never come up with them, Kyle. I've never come up with what it... That's a good sign. I got nothing. I got nothing, I guess. Well, there was one other thing you had on your list. There was. There was one other thing that I had on my list. But I didn't, you know what the mistake was? I didn't actually write the list down today. I know that I game. I didn't write the so list So I go to the grocery store. Down. I'm like, I need this, 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 and this. And then I forget all of them. Uh, yep. That's the way that it goes. I did not write the list. Oh, the Tour de France thing. Okay. The, the, the dude with the sign? It's, I think it was Chick. I thought it was Chick. Was it a dude? I thought I it was, it was a Cardboard sign. I know cardboard sign. So if you didn't see the Tour de France thing over the weekend. I checked in afterwards. There was another giant wreck. Well, I don't care about that. I do. Nobody cares about that. They got hurt. Okay. Well, I hope that they feel better. Um, it would it, hurt. It would hurt. It by would the way. suck. One hundred percent. This is an example of, and and there are so many people that do this within life, and I, I want you to use this as a lesson. What happened at the Tour de France on Saturday? Me. Yes, you personally. Okay. I want you, Kyle, to okay. learn from this moment. I won't be in Nice anytime soon. I don't think. No. No. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right. So what happens is. This spectator has a sign. It says, like, hi, grandma, or something like that on the sign. That's what this was. And she wanted to get on TV. So she goes right up next to the road as the racers are coming by, and she leans just into the road with her sign so it would get on TV. The racers run into her. All of them pile up. It forces one of the racers out of the Tour de France altogether. Well, run guy runs into it, and then, and then that sets it, off the chain reaction. Pile up. It's inevitable because the just Peloton the is so The entire Peloton together, is backed yeah. in together. They all crash because of this. Of course they do, right? Like, how could now, you not? Now, they're going to sue the lady and press charge. And the whole, that's fine. They and should do that yikes. 100%. It's rough. But it speaks to something that happens all the time in business, in the real world, which is regularly somebody presents what could be an issue to a group of people. Mm-hmm. So just keep in mind, this could be an issue. Mm-hmm. And then a group of people says, eh, we're not worried about it. And they do nothing. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt in my mind that someone related to the Tour de France said, I know we've been doing this like this for years, but we might want to start thinking about like 
temporary fencing or something along those lines because we are kind of inviting disaster to occur it at seems some like point. also like it's sort of like a cheeky bit where it's like they hand them water if they want sometimes you know like yeah that's fine like it's all good but particularly maybe in places where the peloton may be bunched up more mm-hmm. right like this maybe isn't something that we should actually allow to happen, that we should maybe think about that, that we shouldn't just trust people to to do the right thing. Sure. Because what we know is that people don't do the right thing. Mm-hmm. This is a lesson to take everywhere. When someone says, we need to think about this, consider the things that might happen, it's so much easier to just say, the hell with it, we want to do this. We're throwing the fire festival. The hell with all of it. We're doing that. Keep in mind, there's a reason why they're bringing those things up. And on Saturday, it led to a, a near disaster at the Tour de France. It was, it was a terrible situation. But it's a lesson for business. The person that says, hey, are you considering this? You might think, well, they're a jerk. Why would you bring that up? We're trying to make this happen. The, the considering the what-ifs could take us another three weeks on this project. Maybe. Maybe. The consequences could be far more devastating. Sure. Maybe listen to that person. Sometimes... Thankfully, it was cardboard, not... Yes, correct. Correct, 100%. Maybe listen to that person every now and then and consider those things in the process. Jeremy Kahn, scheduled to join us next. But who knows? Who knows? Then that kind of morning, Mobile One Fools... Thanks to Greg Olson for posting. That was good. You got what do you got? Still in the chair. I think they are wrapping up. Do you want me to call you when I'm done? (laughs) We can't we can't even get Jeremy Kahn today. Jack, you better come up with some more stories. (laughs) You better use this commercial break to think about some stories from your trip to New York. You know what? Make some make one up. (laughs) Make one up. Two truths and a lie. Jack's trip to New York. You're not gonna believe. I got kicked out of a bar by Derek Jeter. You're not gonna believe it. Make up a story about a trip to New York. Got it? Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Here it watch out for the first time. The PGA Tours FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce Silver Anniversary New York Strip Steak, the Smoky Thigh Wings, a Double Bacon and Cheddar Burger, the Strip Steak Sandwich, Barbecue Chicken Bowl, and their Silver Anniversary Turtle Cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad 
weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com. Baseball is back in full in 2021, and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co-host, Zach Goodman, every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at Press Box Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between, plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at PressBoxOnline.com slash TheBatAround or at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. That's the bat around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at Press Box sports it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. This is Glenbarradio.com. Nothing but net. Don't they know that we've had a day? Don't these breaks know that we've got a lot going on? I'm trying to get Jack to work on a project for me. He can't figure it out. The hell's the point of having a young person? Everything else is going great. Everything else is going swimmingly. Andy Martino apologized. He did. uh, He did send me an apology. So we'll we'll get him. We're gonna we're gonna I think move that to tomorrow. I think it's gonna be the plan. Um, For the best. Yeah, he doesn't know. I don't think he knows that I didn't get a chance to read the book, and so I'll spend some time with his book tonight, and that'll be good for tomorrow. Is there an index? Can you search Elias? Yeah, right. <laughs> and what page would I find? Anything related to Mike Elias? I have been told that like the book makes Alex Cora look worse than A.J. Hinch, hmm. right? But yet Alex Cora is already back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's already employed again. Well, Hinch is the, is the, the, the martyr of sorts. He's going to have to be well, the sacrificial a, lamb. He's, he's in got baseball a, again, but he's it's got not a the job, manager. Right, yeah. but he's not a manager. What is he? He's like a bench coach, right? With the Cardinals or something? I don't know. He is... I thought he got a job again. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I could have sworn he got a job. 
He is. Oh no, he's a he's a manager again. He's a manager of the Tigers. That's right. I do remember that now. He's a manager of the Tigers. That's right. They're actually playing pretty well, or relative to what I mean, we thought they would. Sure, yeah. like, they're only eleven yeah, games under. Sure. So they got that going <laughs> for them. Third is nice. place in their division. They got that going for them. Which but the Royals really nice. started hot and then uh, kind of flamed out a bit. Yeah, that was always coming though. That was always going to be the case. All right. Uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, tonight, Stan the Fan Charles and Ross Grimsley are talking baseball. Dave Tremblay is going to join him, former Orioles manager. We'll check in with Stan and Ross tonight. That show, at like all of Stan's shows, brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. If you miss it live, you'll be able to find it tomorrow. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Click on the Videos tab or by going to PressBoxOnline.com. Francis TFO now up two sets and a break over Seats Pass. You like that. Wish I would have bet more than ten bucks. Wish I would have. Odds, how much was it going to get? I was getting like ten 50? to net fifty. Yeah, so it was. I felt. I felt good about that. But I how wish much I would have. Your buddy bet. Greg, yeah. uh, I don't think he. Did. I don't think he went too far with yeah, it. Yeah. I think we were both kind of meekly like we just sure. wanted. We just wanted some action. Put your money where your mouth is. We just wanted some action on it. Is all it was. Uh, we will have another episode of only. No, it's not only slams anymore. It's Courts of Thunder. It's probably Jeremy. I would imagine. Uh, we'll have another episode of Courts of Thunder for you um, after tomorrow's action concludes, after the end of the first round at Wimbledon, although they've had some weather issues uh, today in London, so I can't promise that the entirety of the first round will be over. All right, uh, joining us a now. A guest. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just been a tough hour. That's all it's been. Joining us now, uh, this man, will I, the question is, will he admit what occurred yesterday when he was talking S and saying that I was not going to be capable of hitting the bullseye? Will he admit publicly that I did it on my first throw at Tucker Fest yesterday when he was in the dunk tank? He is our friend Jeremy Kahn from the Big Bad Morning Show on 105.7 The Fan. Will you admit that's what occurred? I mean, I, there were a lot of people that threw balls, so mm, I can't really mm, yeah, confirm nor yeah. deny that happened. First and throw. First yeah, I was, throw. I was getting my smack talk going, and he did. First throw. Um, it, yeah, he hit it. And I think was there was somebody else that came up that threw it, and I was telling him like, how sensitive everything was because there were people that weren't hitting anywhere near it. You did. You hit the button. I did. I but hit there it. was one woman that threw it, and it hit the, like it almost hit the window, and it hit like one of the poles standing up. And I just dropped, and I'm like, what in the hell? So, Who set me up for this? So, so I, But it was a fun time. I thought there were going to be, like, a bunch of different people in the dunk tank yesterday. You were basically in there the entire time, correct? Yeah. Um, after about two, maybe two and a half hours, a couple of the kids there were like, can we get up? And You're like, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, Go we'll, ahead. We'll let you have yeah. your turn. How many total times do you believe you hit the water yesterday at Tucker Fest? Um, I'd say anywhere between like 150 to 200. I mean, unreal, unreal. What a mensch you are, Jeremy Kahn. What a yeah. good person you are helping out the uh, Great Apes memorabilia and the Brigance Brigade and raising money yesterday. It was a really great day. What an event that was, by the way. What, yeah, what a re- day. It was really cool. Really cool event. Uh, good to see Justin Tucker. Great to see OJ, by the way. That was so cool to spend some time talking with OJ yesterday. You know, I think that was the coolest part of the entire experience for me because I didn't expect him to be there. Yeah. And, like, when you see him, and I'm not trying to be, you know, over the top, but knowing what he's experienced in his life and what he's doing to give back to try to help other people to possibly not go what he's going through, you know, yeah. or have to deal with it. And just seeing the technology and what he – I mean, it's amazing. Him and his wife, I went over and talked to him specifically, introduced myself, and said, I just I just wanted to say thank you. So, um, pretty it, incredible. It, I did, however – 
on top of that, we were talking about those kids that kept, they just kept coming up, hitting the button and dunking me. Yeah. So later on, they jumped in and they were all swimming. I just said, hey, guys, just want to let you know, I peed, peed five so times. I peed five away. times in that water. <laughs> That's the way that it went. No, no, seriously, by the way, with uh, with OJ, and I, and I want to spend yeah. another minute on this. Seriously, like that, I, it moved me to tears at one point, man. Like just, just having it, what you're talking about, knowing everything he's been through, and to be able to sit there and have a conversation with him. And he was joking with my kids. Like he was playfully joking with my kids um and and we all know like if, if you don't know the situation with oj's in like he's he, he's using his eyes to talk he's using yeah. his eyes and he's having a conversation and making jokes with my kids and i man at one point i i i had to walk away like it was so powerful for me to for me to watch that and to be able to explain to them what a hero he is and 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 how important he is to so many people man i Whew, it so, uh, it really yeah, gave me chills. Well, to get up to get up on your your you know the soapbox a little bit here and talk about. Uh, so I actually had a long talk with Chris Rowling's mom, and Chris runs Grade Eights, and we were you know his dad has MS, and um, you know my wife has MS, and then you know like when looking at OJ who you know is dealing with ALS, and, and my wife's grandfather was given was given like two years to live, and he lived I want to say like fourteen years with, with ALS, which is just incredible when you think about and hear some of the stories that are going on. But the weird thing is until your life is impacted by something, be it cancer, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, you know, lupus with Scott Garcia, like it, it really opens your eyes to all the things that are out there. And then now you're, you become part of that community to help other people out. And then the weird thing is a lot of times you're helping out the next people that get, you know, that, that end no up doubt. having to go through this. So you really, you're not helping yourself all that much. I mean, the advancement in medicine is getting better in each one of those fields, but it's just it's kind of crazy to to see somebody like OJ and you're right like it, it does bring tears to your eyes because it's an inspiration and you know even in talking what, what I the reason I bring up Chris Ruling and, and talking to his mom and yep. you know how she's taking care of her husband and um, all the things that she's going through and, and these people they don't they don't do it because you know they feel like they have to or they're supposed to they do it because they love those people and you know watching OJ's wife uh, I mean it's just amazing to see the the care and effort that she puts into everything she does. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for it because he is such a, a wonderful part of our community and, and, and so glad that he's ours. And, yeah, um, just a great day. Great Eights memorabilia, as always. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Find out about some of the other incredible events. The reason why guys like Jeremy and I have gotten involved with Chris and what he's doing is because we appreciate that he's doing it for the right reasons, that he is prioritizing taking care of people that need it the most in running his business, and we want to be a part of that. So, uh, continue to support them, and they've got a, not, a lot of more great events coming up. Um, Tyus Bowser at Jimmy's Seafood and a Purple Takeover at the State Fair with a bunch of different uh, Ravens rookies and players. Uh, Baltimore Celeb Fest, too, this fall. Find out more at GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. All right, so you were telling me about you went up to New York this weekend. You, you didn't <laughs> you, you, what, what, what in the hell were you doing, taking like a, a quick trip up to New York for the weekend? So a couple of my buddies, the guys that I usually travel with, like we went to Oktoberfest, Iceland, New Orleans. We always plan a group trip um, together with uh, me and all my friends who have become, uh, become kind of like my family. So um, one of the guys, because we didn't have to have the trip, we didn't get to have a trip last year because of COVID and everything else, was like, hey, together but why don't we we're gonna plan a day trip up to new york so um we he, he we're gonna take so go ahead and book it on your own and everybody booked their own you know, trip up it was a day trip and then the itinerary was 
here, get there around four. We leave there at three in the morning, get back here roughly around 6 a.m. Uh, so, I'm, and then I, I committed to the dunk tank, which, you know, I'm not going to back out because we had this plan. I just said, I'll rough it and I'll make it happen. So I slept probably, it may have been three hours. And by the way, I tried, I'm just so uncomfortable. Um, so I just basically watched my clock tick down. Like, uh, this is, this is, this is <laughs> I, what's going on. Like, I'm counting seconds. It's the worst. I, um, I, I know those feelings oh so worst. well. Yeah. Oh, do I know them so well. Do you have, like, any – do you have anything that you try to do when you can't sleep? Like, when you absolutely can't sleep and you're desperate to try to get some sleep, do you have anything, like, um, a ritual, something along those lines that you attempt to do in those moments? There's no ritual because I, I actually sleep with the TV on. Like, a big thing with my wife, she had to learn to get used to it with me because I um, like I know it sounds silly, but it, my brain, like, races, and I'm constantly thinking. So if I have my phone on me, my new ritual is to plug my phone in at 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So if you text me after that, I'm not answering unless I randomly get up and check my phone for some reason. Sure. Um, and and then, like, I, I usually watch something on television that I've already seen, so that's what led me to watching the Office, Friends, uh, Seinfeld, through about 15 to 20 times each, mm-hmm. like just on repeats. So I'll just sit there, lay, watch, and, and then I'll eventually fall asleep, and I don't even realize when I'm going to sleep. Um, but if I, like, turn the TV off, my mind wanders, and I, I don't fall asleep. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just uh, that's my routine. But but usually it's it's a combination of narcotics and uh, – no. I, I mean, I, I do I, what I, mean... I can. I, I I have certain stuff that I, like. I have. Benadryl. I have a new ritual that has proven to work for me, and it's related to a story that you told recently about your wife walking in on you. Like, oh, right. See, that does help. That's my that's yeah, I mean, my that's, new go to for if I if not exactly I, a secret. I don't think if I it? can't sleep, like if I'm just tossing and turning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't sleep whatsoever. Yeah, it's a natural sleep aid. I will yeah, attempt. Yeah, yeah. I will attempt to sure, get the baby better out. Yeah, right. To relieve myself, sure. if you will. I will. You will burst the worm and see yeah. if it works. And by the way, it tends to. Yes. It tends to help in those circumstances. I tend to make that excuse too. Like, man, I, <laughs> I'm I just so couldn't tired. sleep. I can't exactly. stay awake. Right. I got to get this out. It's right. three p.m., <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> That's the reason to play right. with it. And and you're at <laughs> oh, the office. Goodness. Like, what? Why? <laughs> Doesn't seem oh my work. goodness! I'm getting in this dunk tank. Yeah. You know what helps me before I get in the water? <laughs> it's just like what? But no. So when we went to New York, uh, two things that happened. Uh, we went to Katz's Deli, which I was telling her, and I know you're a big foodie guy. Yep. Like you know, like, same thing. I, I love trying new places. They do this this thing with pickles, which I, I didn't know if you were you knew about. You but like when you order that, a sandwich, which they're each about twenty five bucks. You get like a full dill pickle that they slice, yeah, and then you get one that they half dilled, if that makes sense, or half pickled. I guess I should say. Um, so, and it's weird because it tastes like a cucumber, but you taste most of the the herbs more so than the the vinegar that's in it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so I'd never had that, like a half pickled pickle. A half pickled pickle. A so half... let, let's say you had to leave it yeah. in there for a month. Yeah, I get pickle. that. They I get that. What is okay, it? I'm just trying to. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you're talking about, and I'm trying to think about. I feel like I've tried. I feel like I've tried them before because somebody else has introduced this concept to me, and I said, "I'm not a big cucumber guy, so it's not like I'm." But uh, the I'm, point. I, but the point. That's the point of the pickle is the dill. The point correct. of the pickle is for it to, to be vinegary. Exactly right. So I just. It's yeah. a. It's gonna I'm be a you. no for me, dog. Yeah, it, it's okay, but it's like when you try the other one, you're like, that's the one I want. Right. Like right, you yeah. try Give the one me... that's been fully picked. Yep. But yep. the thing that like drove me nuts, and I wasn't, I'm not telling people that it wasn't a good sandwich. It was a great sandwich. The pastrami that I had on my Reuben, 
because they give you the choice of corned beef or pastrami. It was fantastic. The sandwich is huge. Yeah, they pile it's it up. $25. I don't care about paying extra for, like, even even something as simple as this. It's like, oh, my God, you paid 25 bucks for a Reuben. You should have seen this in Iceland. I bought <laughs> I bought five white Russians and spent $150. So there's, <laughs> there's, there's no there's no difference. It was at a Big Lebowski bar. So there you go. Um, but but anyway, the, the the sandwich like when they were making it, so they sliced, they hand sliced the the pastrami, they put it on the plate for you to try. And I said, dude, I'm not picky. If that thing, I'm gonna eat it either way. So he's like, <laughs> he's laughing, we're joking. And then I'm watching him make the Reuben. He takes the plate out, he puts the Swiss cheese down on the plate, he puts uh, sauerkraut on it, and then Thousand Island, and he threw it in the microwave. Mm. I'm like, well, that's interesting. And then he just breaks it out, slaps it on the other side of the bread throws it on top of the, the pastrami or corned beef, whatever you get, cut it in half, and then they serve it to you. And I just thought, you know, paying 25 bucks yeah, for a I would, sandwich. Yeah, I would like more of it. Ex- yep. Broil would be nice, perhaps. Yep, 100%. Yeah. It, 100%. It felt really good, and I'll never eat pastrami, for, at least for the next year, just because of it sat right at the top of my stomach the entire time, and I had to walk around six hours with Did it. you eat um, the entire sandwich? Like, don't they normally give you enough where it's intended that you just, like, take some pastrami home with you? But you're in New York. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, but, he's not going home. There's a fridge somewhere so where he's going. I ended up having to throw out whatever was left over, which was embarrassing because <laughs> I couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. And, the, like, one of our guys ordered three orders of French fries, and the, yeah. the French fries come out in a trough. I mean, they're steak fries. And you, we were at Looney's. You saw me get steak fries. They're, yeah, and and they then not out, eat them. <laughs> it just yeah, sat well, in front of you. Because I don't like to eat when I'm on the air, and then I, I hate cold French fries. But whatever. Yeah. So Steak fries keep better out, than other ones, like though. Six orders of those fries or one order of theirs. It, I mean, it's like enormous. So we had a great time there, but we ended up wasting so much food, and it was embarrassing being with all the guys that wasted like a ton of food. Because the one guy's like, you want to wrap this up? I said, I would rather not carry this around for the next six right. hours in New York than to, 100%. you know, waste it. Yeah. But oh, the best part, that. as soon as we left there, Road we went to a bar. Hurt. <laughs> well, we go to this bar, and we walk in, and it must have been like, um, uh, like a, I guess like a punk rock bar or something. And there was, uh, what's the easiest way to this? There was granny porn. Hardcore granny porn that's, on the TV. Now, wait a second. What bar is this? Yeah. I, yeah. I was curious. Yeah. Right. Just, I, I think it was called the Double Down. I think that was let me, the Let me bar, make sure I know what bar yeah, I'll never right. go to when I'm in New York. You said it's called the Double Down. Oh, on the address. Double Down. I thought yeah. you said always go to. <laughs> so then oh. you stayed, Well, bringing right? it full circle, that's when I found out you're not allowed to masturbate in the bar. <laughs> Some, and, and you were just trying to sleep. Didn't you explain Thanks that to him? You had to get in the dunk tank the next day. You had to go do something for the Brigance Brigade. And they didn't know that? On top of it, the, the, the house shot that was four bucks a shot, or I'm two for really nine, as they put it, uh, which I, <laughs> I was like, what the hell does two that even mean? Uh, it was called ass juice. Yeah. Uh, ah! So we took a couple shots of that. I, now you're talking my language. Is, man, we've, you want to uh, know what it tasted like? Yep, I just go ahead and say it. It's in the title. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and Jeremy uh, drinks Malort. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> I had a young lady. I drink my lord to get the taste of ass juice out of my mouth. How about that? Is that okay to say on this? A a few years ago, I was at an establishment. There was a young lady that I was talking to. And so a few years ago, meaning like a good while at this point. And she she said, hey, drink this. And I didn't know what it was. And I was like, I'm all right. And she said. Was it in a bar, though, at least? Yeah, we were in a bar. (laughs) And she said. She's at a rest stop. she (laughs) She said, it's my ass juice. And I said, oh. do you think that makes me want to consume this? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, were you saying that, like, now you're going to want it? Because I said it was my ass. But apparently that's something that, like, people make, and they just call it a- Is that like a New Jersey Turnpike or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. 
it, like, it was really weird at that bar though when I started the climax and I started screaming Nana <laughs> and everyone just started to leave. So what uh, they expect, you know? They put it on the TV. Boy, boy I hope <laughs> that Andy memory. Martino isn't tuned in right now. He's not going to join us tomorrow. I hope that's not the case. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Lord, no, Lord knows I don't care. <laughs> Better stories than Jack provided yeah. from New York. Yeah, our intern went up to, 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 to New York this weekend for his 21st birthday, and I was like, you got some stories to regale us with? He's like, yeah, I got some stories, but I don't know if I could tell them. And I was like, you can tell them. And then he said, oh, I, I puked. I was like, is that the story? That's, is that that's it? That's where you go with this? That... I saw granny porn. <laughs> By the way, I'm drinking ass was, juice. And and hats off to everyone because it is Pride Month and the parade was yesterday. Oh actually. yeah. It was crazy. The city was lit up Saturday night. I no mean doubt, there were some man. people just gliding around the city and living their best life, which I was happy to see. Um Definitely. but I did run into a few interesting folks to say the least, but they were having a good time and you know, we cheers, then you know, they, they, they said the same about you, yeah, Jeremy. Do, you, do, you, do yeah. you have any stories that you want to tell us, Jeremy? Not that I can tell on the air. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Best of both worlds comes to mind. Oh, but anyway. All right. Um, um, hey, what do you think of uh, of how the, this is all going in baseball for the first week of all? It's it's so it's so embarrassing, and I I like I wish I had a stronger take about it because I don't like it's not. I know the answer isn't just let pitchers, you know, you know, use whatever they, what what Ed Harris was using in Major League, right? Like I'm, mm-hmm. I know that's not the answer, but at the same time, this can't be the answer either, right? Like this is so embarrassing. Well, I mean, it does kind of like um, it, it doesn't sit well with me to say the least. That you know, um, as things go, I have a I, you know, the, the the way that they're like kind of inspecting these guys as they come off the mound. Like, we watched the knuckleballer get inspected. I guess the whole point of his is to not get rotation on the ball, and you're telling yeah, me they're right. using it to get it. Uh, we saw what happened yesterday. What was it Hector Santiago, who's claiming that he didn't have anything in his glove. They said they found a sticky substance. He said, I know they're checking me every inning. he went to that same out. bar you went to, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, he did. maybe he had trouble sleeping, Glenn. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, but, like, in, in serious, it, it just seems weird to me, and I, I feel like they should be allowed to use something make that universal that, that helps them, you know, get a grip on the baseball. Um, and it doesn't give them like this unbelievable advantage to the hitters or go back to the baseballs you use when you juice them, let them use the sticky stuff. And then all bets are off. Yeah, right. We're, we're even happens. at but, that point, aren't we? Yeah. I, I just like right now it doesn't make sense. And I was told from somebody else that, and I, I brought this up on the air, somebody in the know, you can believe whatever you want to believe as far as conspiracies go, that the reason major league baseball did this mid season was to yeah, kind of get the, the, the players' the, association yeah. talking, arguing amongst each other uh, with the pitchers and hitters because we have a new CBA that's going to be coming up and trying to be, you know, trying to basically not keep those guys on the same page, have them arguing. So maybe there's a few other bargaining chips they can have. Like, we'll give you this if you give us this. Because, you know, Major League Baseball has the strongest union, I mean, in sports, in general, whatever. Um, it just seems weird to me, and I don't like it. It's, it's too much. Every single inning, we're checking guys. If you randomly check them, like what if I was on a train, what if they came by every stop and then checked my ticket over and over again? I had to scan. I mean, it would seem ridiculous, and this seems ridiculous. I agree. It's it's it's. I, I have heard. I, I don't remember who had the the idea first that specifically, and like the Girardi thing was clearly the worst moment of all of it. But like that the, there should be a penalty for managers if you ask for a check and there's nothing there, and that that mm-hmm. that would helping discourage from 
managers asking for checks. We were just talking to Greg Olson earlier. He was like, dude, if I'm a manager, I'm asking for checks all the time when a pitcher's in rhythm, right? Like, why? It's gamesmanship. Correct. Right why, why wouldn't you? Why, you're just trying to screw with them. You're trying to get in their head. And I, to some extent, I understand and I agree with that. Like, if it's an option, uh, aren't you? isn't it almost dereliction of duty to not do whatever you can do in order to try to um, throw a pitcher off their game? So I – you know, I, I, I think they've got to figure something out. Like it, this is, it's just too much. It's such a ridiculous look for the entire sport. They've got to figure out something. And I, I get it. I get that the answer isn't just have you know pitchers go back to using whatever they want to use. But I feel like enough people can get together that are smart and say, hey, here's what makes sense for grip. Here's what we can have them use. Let's let's do that. And then. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe it's it, I'm no, trying I mean, to. I, I don't know. I think we all don't know the right answer. We just know what they're doing isn't right. Correct. That's exactly that's exactly where we are. We none of us know what they should be doing, but this ain't it, Chief. This ain't it whatsoever. Um, what's the uh, okay? Give me the most amount of money you've lost in a short amount of time on a sport that, admittedly, you probably shouldn't have been betting on to begin with. Oh, the most that I lost on a sport I shouldn't have. I mean, it's probably horse racing, but that's over the course of a day. Um, oh, I, I, th- this is easy. Like, I doing something stupid where this is one of those times where I was up big, and you see a boxer that, like, it's like a can't-lose fight. Yep. Like, oh, my God, there's no way this guy loses. Uh, look at Like, you were talking about with tennis, and I bet, God, I'm trying to even remember the fighter. I bet a huge favorite, and he lost. And it was just kind of a weird, um, fluky thing that happened. But, again, in boxing or MMA, it happens. And I just remember, I didn't have a lot bet on it. But because of the odds, I actually did have a lot bet on it, if mm, that makes sense. Like, yep, mm. It was like a $200 bet. But because they were, they were minus like yep. uh, 1800 or whatever it was, like it was, just, it was just so off the charts. And I'm looking at it going, you idiot. You got greedy and tried to make an extra $200 for a can't-miss bet, and it missed. But that's probably the easiest one. I have come home in a, in a drunken stupor. I've, I've, I've bet on Korean baseball. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Um, and I have bet on, uh, what was that? I think it was like Little League in Korea. I am ashamed what? to admit that. Wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait, wait. What? There you... was a, there, so on, on the site that I used, this is a long time ago. I came home in a drunken stupor at like 2 in the morning, and I was just checking all the random. This is the same night that I bet the, the, it was like a 10-team $50 parlay, and I hit the first nine legs of the parlay. And the last one, I had um, uh, I had Memphis, who was minus one, and they were up 20 in the fourth quarter on the Clippers, and they blew the game in the playoffs. So Oof. I ended up losing the bet. The bet would have netted me like a couple of thousand dollars. I was so mad at myself for betting it, but I hit the first nine legs of it and then lost the last one. But that same night, I bet like – it was like Korean – Little League Baseball or something. It was, uh, it was what is, yeah. What is? How is that a thing? How is, I don't know, but I bet it and I lost. How is it online? That's what I don't understand. How are they doing uh, it Sam, so out Kim, in the open? Kim blew it for me. Yeah, uh. I, I, I'm almost positive it was. I know I bet on Korean baseball. Yeah, I think when it was when the Little League World Series was going on. Okay. I, bet on, <laughs> I, I, I was imagining it being like a rec league in Korea. That no, they no, had no, 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 no. I think even what I did was probably still illegal. So maybe I shouldn't even be admitted. <laughs> uh, statue of limitations. Uh, after what you did, after what you did in that bar this weekend, I think you got bigger problems. Um, yes. a- ask me how much I lost betting on uh, betting betting on um, uh, on soccer this weekend. Oh no! What? Uh, so how much did you lose? Four hundred bucks. Four hundred bucks betting on soccer for for two days. Two days, four bets, all a hundred dollars each, right down the window. 
I mean, just see, my, my, and that's why when I talk about like underdogs are the way to go, oh, it's I know. a hard pill to swallow for people because you're going to lose more than you win yep. from a record standpoint. Yep. But if you're hitting occasionally, you're going to win more money. Yep. If that makes yep. any sense. Oh, no, it was certainly the way to go this weekend. By the way, I uh, really appreciate not knowing that they grade soccer bets after 90 minutes and they don't include extra time. That was a fun thing when I was celebrating Italy's victory on uh, Saturday. 2-1. I did not know that either. Yeah, learn that out. Uh, maybe something they should put in the notes, something along those lines. The greatest soccer match after 90 minutes. Like that would have stopped you from betting. Oh, I definitely, yeah. I definitely would have bet it anyway. There's no doubt about that. But I would have known I, better than to, to celebrate afterwards. I also bet on Clubber Lang in the rematch. Oh, no. What a mistake. Anyway, I mean, he was so dominant the first time. Why wouldn't you have? Yeah. I mean, he was a dom- it was a great choice. Jeremy's picks every day at PressBoxOnline.com. Uh, I saw you had a really good day in there recently, too, didn't you? you had like a- so, in the past week, from Saturday to Saturday, I had two days where I swept all of baseball, 6-0 and in baseball. Um, I had another day where I had an incredible day in two of the games. I went 5-2, and two, and I even kind of stated in the article the two, other, the two games that I lost, one of them was legit, a uh, play that I liked. The other one was me just throwing in the NHL game seven pick where I wasn't like a huge fan of but and I went five and two and then on was it Saturday I went I got for the first time this year I got swept in baseball I went oh and six which it hurts um it happens and then three of those games were really close but again those are the breaks um but so in the same week where I swept the board twice I got swept by the board once um so that doesn't really help out yeah it doesn't that doesn't really that's a that's a rough way to go all right, find me today at PressBoxOnline.com and every day, of course, uh, at JeremyCon1057 on Twitter. And what's coming up on the Big Bad Morning Show this week? So it's just Rob and I um, the next couple of days. Ed comes back on Thursday. We'll have the full crew then. And I think uh, maybe Rob's going on vacation. Who knows? I, right. it, it's the summertime, so people keep leaving. But uh, we'll continue on that. Uh, we'll have Mike Elias on later this week, as we always do. I know tomorrow hey, we're going to have Gary Neal on. I think you guys already yeah. talked to him. Great dude. Um, Love Gary. Love Gary. Yeah. Awesome so hoping story. good things for him at Calvert Hall. But, you know, it'll be a fun week. Awesome, man. All right, buddy. Love you. Talk to you next Monday. I'll see you guys. Thanks. There he is, Jeremy Kahn. And as we finish up with him, it is official. Best, uh, best win of Francis TFO's career as he takes out Stefano Tsitsipas in the first round at Wimbledon. Remarkable straight set victory. Is his path now, what was Tsitsipas's ranking entering this? Like, is he now third? So he'll be hopefully favored in some of these coming up, or is he going mean, to have to still work to. Yeah, I mean, like, there's still good players that he's going to have. This does not give him a, a pass to the, the quarterfinals or something like that. There's still going to be good players he's going to have to go up against, but this is a remarkable win. It's a remarkable win. And he had been playing well on grass coming into this. So. There's another thing that we talked about on um, Courts of Thunder. I would encourage you to listen to that podcast. And both Greg and I bet him. Both of us bet Frankie Tiafo to uh, get the victory. And I just wish I would have bet a little more. That's all right. But I'll take that. I'll take that free 50 bucks. I'll take it. And, um, you know, uh, worse things in the world than, than a free 50 and You'll bucks. pretend it was your idea. Uh, correct. No, I, I give all, I'm, I'm admitting it right now on Twitter. Admittedly, I wasn't going to bet it, but, uh, Greg Rosenthal said he was, so I had to as well. And there it is. I, I, I put my money down and Francis TFO gets by far the best win of his career. I mean, he has had other good major championship wins and 
course, we all remember the night that he damn near beat Roger Federer at the U.S. Open mm-hmm. a few years back. But uh, this is a great, great win for him, and hopefully he Pretty can dominant win it. too, right? Straight sets. I mean, he was challenged a lot. Like he faced, he had the uh, he faced break point in some of his service games, but uh, he held on. He didn't get broken, and and he got a break in every set. So he is the winner. That's an awesome victory for him today. All right, uh, Glory Days Grill. I was just there. I got the buffalo cauliflower. I got the smothered chicken. Oh, I love Glory Days Grill so much. GloryDaysGrill.com to find out what's going on. They got a new seasonal menu on the way. We'll be telling you more about that here shortly. Love Glory Days Grill again. GloryDaysGrill.com. Um, tidbit? Let's do a tidbit. Yeah. Why not? Tidbit brought to you today by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms and at the hundreds of locations around town where you find. Pressbox. Read it all. Pressboxonline.com. Talia Tungavailoa is on the cover. Pick it up today. New print issue of Pressbox. Tidbit of the day. So, in lieu of Trey Mancini accepting an invite to the Home Run Derby and presumably also being a part of the All-Star Game, let's take a gander at the trends since 2010 at the alleged Home Run Derby effect. So, consider pre-Home Run Derby, hitters have averaged a 288 369, 541 line. Okay. Post, drop down to 273, 356, 489. The change in that regard would be a minus 0.015, minus 0.013, minus 0.052. Well, for the All-Star game, yes, that change is actually more drastic. So, the evidence suggests that this home run derby curse is more or less myth, and that perhaps yep. it is more just the fact that the players participating in both the All-Star game and home run derby are coming off of very hot exactly. first halves, and it's a bit of regression to the well, mean. And also there is the there is a side of the people have brought up that it's mental, right? That like you're... They're trying to hit balls high. It's and not about trying to hit balls high. It's just you're ex- you could really have used the break. Sure. And instead, you're doubling down on the things that you're doing at a time where you could have just used a day to catch up, you know? Yep. So, for what it's worth, let's also stick to some trend discussions. Since June 21st, when MLB instituted the spider tack ban, of course, we were expecting to see offensive gains. Hasn't quite been the case. Uh, in fact... Average has actually dropped slightly. OPS has actually dropped slightly. Hitters are not hitting that much better, so could be that it's more linked to... Ju- Julie, don't leave until I talk to you. Could be that don't, it's more linked to... I'm about to finish the show. Just linger for a second. Thank you. Could Ju- be that Julie it's more Sawyer's linked to Julie. the approach of mm-hmm. hitters, less so than the pitchers using sticky substances. Now, as far as hitters are concerned, not many are hitting better than Vlad Jr., 50 home runs in 258 career games. It's ironic considering Vlad Sr., 50 home runs in his first 258 career games. Identical home run totals through this point in their respective careers. That's cheeky good fun. It is cheeky good fun, I agree. Carlos Correa will be facing the Orioles. He's been doing all right. He's okay. In the last 24 games. Yeah. In the month of June, he's got an Maybe they'll 391 sign him. average, a 531 on base percentage, which I hear is okay, yeah. and a 770 slugging percentage. In those 24 games, he raised his OPS from 744 to 934. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah. My trivia. This team became the first in baseball this season to reach 50 wins. 
The Giants? Yes. Yeah, I thought it so. I did think Giants, I saw that. Who just remain winning in obscurity. Although I, I think at Lamont Wayne got sent down. Like I think he hit a game-winning home run and then got sent down. That's rough. Which is, I I just think they're that good. Like oh, they're doing really well over there. They are really doing kind of you know East Coast bias doesn't really have us pay attention to it it's, much. It's but unbelievable. Like the Padres are this great story and they're not even close to being. The Rays had struggled slightly of late. They were probably on pace to reach that mark, but I think they'd have scuffled a bit. It wasn't. It wasn't a a. It was a go-ahead home run that he hit the other day. And yeah, I'm pretty sure. That it was the last at bat he had in the majors. <laughs> or no, maybe he got he got sent down and then quickly called that. There's some story. There's some of. story related yeah. to Lamont Wade, who's of course a Baltimore native and um, Calvert Hall, uh, and and went to uh, the University of Maryland. Yeah. And um, great story, but um, I don't remember exactly what it is, and I, I apologize for not knowing the full details. If this is an odd year, so normally they wouldn't be this good, right? Yeah, typically I think <laughs> that's the think that that was the way that's supposed to work. Tidbit also brought to you today by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Tubular is brought to you by Window Nation. Act right now. You get 50% off all styles of windows. No money down, no payments, no interest for 24 months. Two full years. That's an insane offer. 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fit. Here's what's coming up. Totally tubular-wise, Wimbledon coverage continues on ESPN2. You already missed uh, the story of the day. Francis Tiafo takes out Stefano Tsitsipas, the French Open finalist in round one. Congratulations to the Maryland native. Right now on ESPN, um, Euro 2020 knockout round continues. Croatia and Spain at noon. France and Switzerland at three. I'm going to feel really stupid when Spain and France win and I obviously would have bet them, and I didn't because I got scared off by how the weekend went. Spain, that. Look, they looked good last game. They didn't. They finally scored goals. Yeah, yeah. that was nice. Uh, Western Conference Finals Game Five: The Suns try to finish off the Clippers tonight at nine on ESPN. Masson two Orioles Astros eight. Thomas Eshelman and Zach Greinke the pitching matchup. Masson for Mets Nationals at seven. MLB Network Angels Yankees at seven. ESPN two Game one of the College World Series Final Vanderbilt Mississippi State at seven. NBCSN Tour de France State. Oh, that already happened. So Stanley Cup Final Game one Canadians Lightning eight o'clock. FS one Copa America Argentina and Bolivia at eight o'clock and Fox Sports two for Uruguay and Paraguay at eight o'clock. They should have like a, a name like a, a bowl game. The Guay Bowl. The Guay Bowl something like that. USA Network for WWE Monday Night Raw. Uruguay, I watched. Eight. They missed so many wide open goals. Not great. Like they Not, won two nothing, and they yeah. should have been like eight nothing. How about that? Uh, non sports. Um, what does people care about? Oh, American Ninja Warriors on eight o'clock on NBC. Okay. Or yeah, people like that. They do. Um, late night only. Colbert and Corden are on this week for whatever reason. It was a holiday week, but yeah, that's still the reason. It. They're still doing it though. Okay. Uh, in treatment on HBO at nine. If you're into that stuff and things, check it all out at glennclarkradio.com. All right. Thanks today to Jeremy Kahn. Thanks also to Greg Olson and uh, nobody. We'll have n- nobody else. Yeah, we'll they're all they're all coming tomorrow. In tomorrow yeah. We're told. <laughs> Uh, we'll get everything from today up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glenclarkradio.com. For what it's worth, Eric had a problem with his cat. He came home beat oh, up this I'm morning, so he spent time at the vet, so all hopefully right. everything so is all right. Eric Longenhagen from Fangraphs will join us for our draft segment. Andy Martino, the author of Cheated, scheduled to join us. Uh, we're scheduled to make a trip to Aberdeen. Do we know? I believe we're looking at Jordan Westbury. Okay. And uh, an Olympian. I did not know about this. Did you know that there, um, uh, no. someone from North Hartford High School, she's on the Olympic rugby team. Mm-hmm. 
Name is Abby Gestatus or Gestatus. I got to make sure I figure that out because Important detail, that's yes. a good thing to know. But she's going to join us tomorrow as well. So cool. a lot to do on tomorrow's program. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, K&S Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the BMW Championship, Bradley Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to intern Jack. Thanks to uh, Kyle. Follow him on Twitter. He's a sad, lonely man. At Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Monday evening. Go Birds. Go Suns. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.